Hello, everybody. It is the 18th of February, 2015, and you are listening to yet another episode of the Talking Games Podcast. My name is Justin Townsend, and I will be steering the ship today. I am in the house with Miss Jackie Turner. Hello. Mr. Rob Newmeyer. Good evening. Returning champion Bobby Shortle. Hello, hello. How's everyone doing? Good. It's been, uh, it's been cold. We're oh. just going to get right past that. <laughs> yep. that that's the weather. Yep. By weather. Guys, that. let's talk about the weather. Yep. Yep. We're all over 30, so that's what we have to do, <laughs> is just talk about the weather well, if constantly. You, if you listen to our last couple of shows, it's like, God, it's cold outside. Yeah. And then we talk about it for way too long. Mm. Uh-huh. We're now Bobby's skip. just told everyone. I didn't, I didn't listen Thanks to the last shows, so I didn't know that. Uh-huh. That's all right. <laughs> just, I don't really listen. To, I don't really like podcasts, so I don't really listen to them. <laughs> it's weird. I don't. I don't like a lot. It's of It's like stuff a dentist working to. on his own teeth, right? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Oh, yeah. Dentist. No, we're not getting to that either. <laughs> no. Well, people don't know this, but I really can't stand the sound of Jackie's voice, so I can't. <laughs> oh, great! Here we go. Listen. This is a really good start, right? Do it. Fantastic yeah. start. To I the love show. when Bobby guests on the show. <laughs> you were, I mean, you were missing last week, so <laughs> you got We got to catch up. Yeah, That's true. I came out with a one-two punch of, oh, really? You're back on the show, and Bobby's here. Yeah. Okay. How was the concert? Yeah. Oh, it was good. Yeah. It was jazz concert. Yeah, it was. It was better than I thought it was going to be because normally it's really, really painful, and you sit there doing your proud parent thing, and you can feel the chairs shaking where everyone's trying not to laugh. <laughs> oh, <it> laugh! <laughs> that's terrible. You are seriously. Please, the worst. honestly, go to a fourth grade orchestra concert where they I pluck the strings of the violin out of tune. Grew up through all of them. <laughs> I was at like every concert because yeah. I had to be. But it was, they were pretty good. They had a guy called Art Barron who's played with Cab Calloway and Duke Ellington and he came out and did like uh, a wicked trombone, trombone solo right next to Luke who basically ignored it because he was like hanging out with his friends. I played, the, I played the trombone when <laughs> I was in band in school. Did you really? Yeah. It's I good. remember in fourth grade like it was like, oh, we're going to learn band and stuff. I was so excited. I wanted to play the drum so bad. And they're like, oh, all right. So like here's some sticks bang them on the table, and they were like, here's a trombone. <laughs> See, I was in the chorus, and they went on this big recruiting spree, like during seventh grade. Like, literally, they went to every arts classroom and tried to get kids to play orchestra. Right. And so they put me on a cello, and I think I lasted a day. <laughs> they were like, yeah, you have to go rent one, and blah, blah. I'm like, I'm not playing the cello. I'm in the chorus. Leave me alone. I got kicked out of recorder class when I was, like, maybe eight or nine. No, <laughs> seriously, I did. They, there was like two separate sessions in my primary school and you had like recorder class and then you had like home ec and they both went on at the same time. And I said, I want to do recorder. And after like two weeks, she like took me to one side and told me maybe I'd be better off doing home ec. <laughs> that, that's pretty that's, sad because let's be, let's be clear. That's amazing. The recorder is like the worst <laughs> instrument that's ever been invented. <laughs> Nobody sounds good playing the recorder. No, you that's play hot cross buns yeah, and yeah. that's it. Yeah. That's the only song yeah. you play on the recorder. Yeah, that was yeah. the end of my musical career. Yeah. My promising musical career. I always wanted to be in band so badly, and but then when I, w- the school I went to when I was in elementary school, they had like a waiting list, and you had to, and it, you know, and you really had to like be, you had to get in right away, or you weren't in at all. And I tried to; it wasn't there wasn't even a, like it was a tryout because nobody knew how to play the instruments. Right. It was like luck of the draw, and I never got in, and so I never learned to play an instrument. Oh, that's a shame. Luke's on there always trying to find people. Yeah, like you know, he's he does the trombone, but he told me that he um that what happened is you're given a choice of instruments and that when he'd asked, it was too late to play. I think it was like flute or something he'd said. And I was like, oh, that's a shame. He's like, yeah, so I got trombone. And like, like as a mom, I was like, oh. You carry. <laughs> but it's like, oh, that's nice. Well, son. tuba. Yeah. yeah well, he's very, pretty big, his first yeah. concert, I bump into his band teacher outside and he comes up to me and like, he's telling me how good Luke is. And he said, I was so pleased when he came up to me that first day and told me that really all he wanted to do was play trombone. I was like, what? He's like, yeah. I was like, wasn't he like that's all he could play? 
because that's all that was left. Oh, no, no, he chose to. It's great. That's oh, amazing. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was, it was good. It was good fun. So I was kind of like not that sorry to not be here last week, but I'm back now, bitches. Yes. Very, very nice thing to say. <laughs> I wasn't that sorry not to be here. Yeah. <laughs> I can't handle you. We're like three minutes in and I already want to throw you out of here. But we're in your house, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good luck with that. Yeah. How's everybody else, Bobby? Rob? How's your last couple of weeks? Bob, well, <laughs> Bobby, Rob? Bobby Rob? <laughs> Bobby, we'll get to you in a minute. Okay. Rob? Uh, no, it's just been getting ready for, for the next trip yes. in two weeks. That's going to be nuts. We're going to talk about that soon. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no. So I've been just trying to pack like a little at a time just to get it out of the way because... I know once that week comes, I'll not have time to do anything, and I'll you forget pack. shit. Well, 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 you're staying at somebody's house. Uh-huh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so you got to pack some stuff. Usually for me, it's like, oh, it's 11.30. We're leaving in two hours. I, no. I Let me throw some clothes in a bag. Oh, that's I like, can't do that. No, I'm no. the same. To be no, fair, like when I go I, to England, I go for 10 days. I take at least five pairs of shoes uh-huh. like without even you know thinking about the clothes. Yeah, because I'll forget. Shoes, minimum. <laughs> I'll forget something. I'll forget my medicine. I'll forget a yeah. charger or uh-huh. just something stupid. So I just... You know, take it nice I'm and slow. It's like somewhere in between the two of you because you're leaving in two weeks to leave for three days and you're packing already, which is, I think, <laughs> I'm insane. I'm throwing a couple of things at a time. But what well, if you need those things in the, in your life for the next two weeks? No, no, no. Because no, no, I do I laundry have, and I'll pick, yeah. I'll do my laundry <laughs> and if I just wore something, it'll get cleaned and I'll put it aside in a bag. And gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I mean, I'll pack like the night, the night before, you mm-hmm. know. Because um, no, I want to relax. Well, I don't get stressed out. That. I mean, it's not like I'm leaving for 10 days. Oh, I'm a fucking days. wreck. I get stressed out <laughs> yeah. over anything. I am totally with Rob on this I side. can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> ask, ask my family because Jay and Luke are wearing clothes with holes in like two or three days before we go away on vacation. <laughs> like you're not wearing your nice clothes. Yeah. I wash them. They're in the suitcase. Mm-hmm. So they're walking around like sweats for three days. I love when you get in a mom voice. It's, very, <laughs> it's, it's a very discerning voice. It's exactly what I sound like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Bobby, you, you've been, uh, we haven't seen you since Game of the Year stuff, so uh, why don't you catch us up on what you've been doing? My, my life? Yeah, life, games. Life oh, yeah. first, then games. Okay, because um, I've been playing a lot of games. I know. <laughs> a lot I'm, of games. You picked the right week to come on. Yeah. So uh, therefore, you don't really have that much of life. Exactly. To catch us no, up no, on, no, 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 <laughs> no. Um, a lot of work. We're, we, we, uh, we filmed uh, a documentary for my job about a year and a half ago now. We flew to Israel and, and shot some stuff there, and we're finally kind of in the last stages of getting it ready. Um, we've been really going hardcore on that. You need to write a blog post about that whole trip because there are stories people need to hear. <laughs> <laughs> there are really intense stories that, that happened yes. at, at that at that place. Um, we are we're right in the we're right at the end of finishing doing it. We're going to actually when you're hearing this on Thursday, we're shooting reenactment scenes like battle reenactment scenes stuff. Wow. So that should be interesting. I've been producing that shoot, so that takes up a lot of time, it's a lot of scheduling, it's a lot of calling people, it's a lot of you know. You know, talking business. to actors, business, business stuff, stuff, business stuff. Um, other than that, not too much. You know, just uh, like Jackie said, when you play it, when I haven't been working, I've been either reading comic books or playing video games. I know because I've basically. been getting lots of texts yes. from you at one a.m. Yes. <laughs> so you've come up with uh, a, a personal goal to beat yes. four games in February. Tell me about that. So I, I was, I believe it was like either February first or it was the day before that. Um, I was on, I think, Kotaku and Joystick, which is now closed. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah, ran this four in February thing where they had people in a Facebook group, and and they basically said a thing where, as gamers, we have a big backlog. Always, there's always games you buy, you play a little bit of, and you, and you, you abandon. 
um, or something else comes out and you just kind of lose track of it. And February is traditionally a pretty slow time for game releases, yep. uh, January, February time. But February especially, because I feel like in January you're still kind of playing through the games you were playing through at the end of the year. But if February comes around, you're kind of in that limbo period where you're ready to move on to something else. Yeah. And um, instead of buying something new, the initiative is to play four of the games in your backlog that you've been meaning to play, that you started and finished, whatever it might be, in the month of February. And I, I, there's always been games that have been kind of hanging over my head that I, that I wanted to finish that I just never did. And the way kind of my brain works is that if I give myself a challenge to do it and then I tell other people that I'm going to do it, you my, do e- it. my ego will not let me not do it, you know? So I don't have, I, I don't have that part of me that will make an excuse for it. Like, oh, I got, I got too busy. Like, no, that won't happen. I will do it. And so I, I did it. I, I told like five people that I was going to do it. And then I just started immediately playing. Like that night I started playing. You have been on a roll. Yes. <laughs> there has been maybe two nights, maybe two nights this entire month that I haven't played at least two hours of, of a game. I would say probably, uh, sometimes more. So, why don't you tell us what you have played and completed so far? So, I, I set out. I, I had three in mind immediately when we did this, and that they were The Last of Us, Mass Effect Three, and The Walking Dead Season One. All things that I had started but not had not finished. The fourth game, I, I'm pretty sure is going to be Bioshock Infinite. Yes, <laughs> uh, I have not uh, totally decided. That that's going to be decided probably tomorrow is when I'll start playing that game. Um. Bioshock Infinite is a game that I played probably half of uh, when it came out and just didn't finish for whatever reason. I have no idea why. That was like the year of me not finishing video games, apparently, because The Last of Us came out the same year and I didn't finish that either. So I don't know why I didn't finish it. And that's sitting there. And that game's like 12, 12 hours long. So I probably played at least six of them already. So I might go back and just start it over again. Uh, I don't know yet. I love that game. And after we talked about it last week a little bit, um, I was going through my head and I was like, okay, you make that decision in the beginning. And then I remember like two parts of it. So like in my head, it just deleted everything like in terms of pacing through. Uh, okay. I remember the story. I just don't remember like the ins the and outs ins of, and out of, of the of map the and stuff. And yeah. Game. So I almost want to go back and play that again. So I might get it on the PC, which that's new too. Since the last time I've been here, my yeah. PC is all built um, and play it on there because I hear it's absolutely gorgeous on, on the, on, PC, on the yeah. PC. And I really see that opening content again. I mean, I remember lo- that moment you know, you're walking through when you first get into uh, the, the city and you hear the, the barbershop quartet, you know, playing the Beach Boys, playing the Beach Boys when it's 1918 or whatever, oh, you know. That was such an amazing moment. Yeah. And, and just the experiencing the world again, I, I just, I, I think I want to do that again. So I, I think I'm going to play through it all again. It's only 12 hours. I can beat it in a week. So I'm not really worried about time on, on that one. But the first thing I played was The Last of Us. Uh, I, 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 I bought Last of Us twice and hadn't beaten it. I bought it on PS3, played through when you, um, right before you get out of Boston. That's where I played, like, right through when the moment you're going to get out of Boston. There's a big, like, raid on that facility, mm-hmm. um, and then you have move on, and I stopped playing it there. I never got to Pittsburgh or anything like that, or even to the town right outside of Boston that you go to. Um, and then when I played it on the PS4, when I first bought it, I played even less than that. I played up to really like the first time you really encountered the clickers is like the first time when I played up to it oh, wow, okay. and then stopped playing it. So I picked it up from there because I was like, I, I, I played this twice already. I know what's going on and I didn't miss anything yet. You know, I, I have the girl and that's really it, you know? So I played through it and, you know, again, it was a couple hours every night I, w- I was going through it and making my way through and 
I, I don't want to. You guys have talked about it before, so I don't want to get too much into like the weeds about it. But my thing, my review of the game is just that I think the characters and the story are fantastic, and I love the chances and choices it makes as far as subtlety. The thing, the subtle things that it does, I think, are very impressive compared to what other games and most stories end up doing. You know, it the ending of that game is very sad, but not sad for the reason in which. You would expect, if I told you the, the plot of The Last of Us, and I told you the ending is very sad, your brain would automatically go to one of two things happening at the end of, of, end, right. at the, end of the game, um, based on what I told you about the plot. But it doesn't do that at the end. It does something completely different, but that's possibly more sad than, than the, the things you built up in your brain. Uh, I loved all that stuff. Uh, you know, the only part of the game I didn't really love was the part where you play it <laughs> not where you play it where you shoot things like you know yeah. the, and i say didn't love i didn't i didn't dislike it it was fine but i felt like there was double as much combat as there should have been for me personally um i can agree with that i mean i didn't mind the combat but i felt like there should have been a lot less of it because that was the least interesting thing exactly about it. Yeah. exactly and at a yeah. certain point the combat in some areas was so much that it kind of it pulls you out. Not that, it, not that it pulled me it out so much, me. but it... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It didn't become like a thing. Like, I felt like the combat in that game should feel like an event. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, oh, crap, I've run into a group of... You know, they they, they, they want you to feel like when you run into a group of survivors, like, like crap. Like, this is yeah. bad. And there's so much of it that you, after, like, you've killed your 20th guy, you're like, this isn't really a big deal. And I wish mm. that it was more like when you run into, like, the clickers or, like... The big mutated guys, you're like, oh my god, like get me out of here as fast as possible. I wish it just that that I was feeling. Yeah, you know, I just felt like game. I was getting stuck in rooms every now and then, mm-hmm. and that would frustrate me because I felt like the story moves at a certain pace because, it, and it's a good pace, yeah. the, the one they've set up, and that would completely bring it all to a grinding halt. And you yeah. have to like, especially the one that got me was the gym. When you, that first big mutated guy comes uh, in, yeah. it took, that took me like 15, 20 times to beat that. It was just drive me insane. And, you know, once I figured out how to do it, I did it, you know, quickly. Yeah. But the first few times, it was just, I wanted, I just wanted to stop playing the game because yeah. now I'm like, I'm not like this character trying to make it. I'm like, great, this is a room I have to clear and I can't clear it because of this big guy. Yeah, exactly. And, and um, when I talked about Outlast, uh, I think months ago on the show, um, it suffers from a similar issue for me, which is that you get wrapped up in the experience until you end up dying a bunch of times, because then all of a sudden it just becomes a game again. It becomes like, okay, uh, I'm not really worried about Ellie anymore. Like, right. I'm just worried about, can I get to this place? Can I shoot them here? Can I? Do I have enough ammo? Should yeah. I throw my trap what, now? What mechanic, I, you know? Yeah, what mechanic yeah. do I use? What's his weakness I need to exploit to get yeah. through it? And yeah, so you look at it as a game rather than, like you said, worrying about whether Ellie's going to survive this or yeah. not. Yeah, there were a couple times where the combat was a, was a, was a nice like puzzle to me. And not necessarily the combat, the encounters. There's that one where you're going through the subway station near the beginning in Boston, uh-huh. and there's that clicker right in front of the, the gate at the end. Mm-hmm. And you have to figure out how to draw it away, yeah. you know, uh, far enough without without bringing, bringing the rest of them there. And the first time I did it, you know, I was like, okay, do I just, like, kill it? You know, do I just right. kill it? And I tried to kill it with the, I, I shivved it. But, you know, in that game, w- w- small little gripe about the combat in that game, like, even when you stealth kill something in that game, 
everybody knows like immediately they're like oh my god kill him i'm like why did why did i just stealth kill you i could have shot you uh-huh. nothing would have happened well, you saved you saved a bullet yeah exactly it's true but i was playing on easy so i did the bullets were, weren't as big of a, a sure. concern for me mm-hmm. um and i'm glad i played on easy look i i i enjoy when the when the game is about the challenge i don't ratchet difficulty down but when i feel like i want to experience the story in as pure way as possible, that's what I'll do in a game. I'll ratchet it down so I can just play through it and, and not have those moments where I, I feel like I'm stuck. And there, and I was texting Justin at one point. Um, Ellie, which she's like, she's like, a, you control her a couple times in the game, and you're trying to escape um, th- this kind of collective that has taken you, and you're in the snow. I died so many times, uh-huh. but, but so many times before I realized that. Like whenever you saw fire, like that's what you where you had to go because mm-hmm. there'd be like a burning trash can. Then that's the way you have to go. It took me so many times. What about right, kind of right after that when you're in the restaurant, getting the, away from the guy? The restaurant oh, that was terrifying. The restaurant didn't bother me really because uh-huh. I I think I died once or twice. There's okay. I I figured out what to do right at the beginning. There was a couple times where I did feel like the controls in which I was dealing with were hindering me from doing what I was trying to do. Okay, but. That scene I thought was great, and that, I, that's why I, I that yeah. was one of my favorite ones mm. for the the actual the terror of it. Like it felt real to me. Like this yeah. guy t- really scared me, and I felt really scared for Ellie, and I just yeah. wanted to get away, and yeah. he just kept finding me. Exactly, and that's the thing. Like w- that moment, I felt afraid. The combat made me feel like I was supposed to feel. Yeah, which was I felt underpowered. I felt like I had to be perfect or I was going to die. And in that moment, that's what Ellie would have to be. She would have yeah. to be perfect or she was going to die because this person that she was taking on was a big was bigger than her was more experienced than her um and you know I, I i the game does a much better job than a game like something like uncharted obviously of you don't feel like a mass murderer when you get to the end of the game um but i, I feel like joel kills like 20 more guys than he really should without you know <laughs> yeah even even past like because joel's not a great guy um even past what Make, make he become like a serial killer by the time I finish the game. Oh yeah, you kill quite a few people. Yeah, you kill a lot of people. With Nathan Drake though, you do it in like a like hey, Indiana Jones. Yeah, like, hey, uh-huh. guys, I want to just blow you away with this AK forty seven. Yeah, <laughs> now catchphrase. Yeah, it was actually absolutely more acceptable in The Last of Us. You know, I didn't feel as, as uh, separated from it, and I loved that the game. The, the funny thing about the game, right, is that the game is called The Last of Us. It's it's you can interpret it how you want to interpret it, but to me, it means. There's very few, not just people left, good people left. You know, this is the last of us. These are the last people that there's very few of them. Like, um, we think Joel, Ellie, Joel's brother, like that collective of people you run into. Like, there's there's a small group of people who that are left that are humanity. There's plenty of people left, but they're not they're not really human anymore. They're just more animals than anything else. And by the end of that game. You, you don't Joel isn't really one of them anymore and I think that that's a really interesting way to go because Joel overcomes his issues he has big issues with Ellie because of what happens at the beginning of the game and he overcomes those issues but the way he overcomes them is not in a human way it's an it, he, it's, it's like he's been so broken yeah, by he, the years that he's doing it he doesn't know how to respond he can't he in order to, now, in order to keep his humanity, who feels like what he has his humanity back by having Ellie, he's willing to sacrifice his humanity to keep what he thinks is his humanity. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a very interesting, very deep, very subtle thing you do with the character that you don't see in, in games at all, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. It was so good. 
it's it's a great game, um, and I'm certainly glad I played it. I I will never play it again. Yeah, <laughs> did you, that did was you play that the was DLC? my problem. I didn't play the DLC yet. I'm going to play the DLC. The DLC is good, but that was my exact big issue with The Last of Us is I paid full price for that game, and I feel like I have absolutely no desire or need to go back and play it. Do you really regret playing for, uh, full price for it though? Yeah, I really? really did because I'm never ever going to go back and play that game ever again. Do you don't think the story was worth the price? No. We're going to get into this. Like, me, the order we, of conversation. Yeah, order. I definitely yeah. have stuff along these lines yeah. that I want to, when we talk about the order yeah. with the rumors of that, okay. there's yeah. definitely stuff I want to talk about with that. Yeah. What was next? So, oh, what, as a direct comparison. Yeah. I, just, yeah, yeah. I, I have to find the text that Bobby sent me yeah. that is hysterically, <laughs> it sums this up perfectly. Um, so the next game I played was Mass Effect 3. Best game of all time. <laughs> okay, we're going to have a really big argument about that one. <laughs> Let's go. It's not I'm even, ready. it's the third best Mass Effect game. Um, but crazy. <laughs> but... Uh, I had played 12 hours of Mass Effect 3 when it, when it had come out. And because I had the idea, I was like, I'm going to start Mass Effect 3 over because it's so story intensive. I know I got somewhat far into it, like not that far. I thought I was like four or five hours into it. When I saw the clock at 12 hours, I was like, I'm not restarting this. <laughs> I was like, because I, I just don't have the time to go about all the way back from the beginning. So I started um, 12 hours in and I, I ended up doing like all of the kind of named side missions that I could do. I didn't do all of the little things that you can go and do, um, you know, all the artifacts you can go and find, all this stuff. But everything that would bring me in contact with another character, I did all of those missions. Um, and and then I went through the end, obviously. Um, Mass Effect is one of my favorite series, you know, of, of, of all time. I, uh, when the, the first game was one of the main reasons I wanted an Xbox 360. And... I just loved it. You know, there, there, there was a ton of issues with it as far as the combat was a little bit janky. Um, you know, it, had, it, had, it was an early 360 game that was pushing the system already. And so it had a lot had jank to it. The, the loading elevators are obviously oh, famous where you send those elevators In, for forever. Very famous. Well, they went up and down. And that freaking uh, Mako thing with the, when you drive around the, the, drive around the, the planets. Uh, I didn't... Yep. What the hell was that? Dog. My dog it's coughing a dog. up a hairball <laughs> on my lap, which is really nice. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Jackie was like burping in the weirdest so way I've ever bad. heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and I, but the Mako, it's funny, it's, Mako stuff never bothered me nope. until people never started bo- talking it about it. And me. I was like, did it, was it really that big of a deal that people hate it that much? Then they did. And it they wasn't in the second it. game yeah, at all. <laughs> it's sort of in that DLC in the second game, the, uh, the Firewalker DLC oh, or whatever. Right, that's right. Uh, but other than that, it's not there at all. And they replace it with just like kind of scanning the planets because you you have to go onto the planets to get the minerals. And God, stuff. did I scan those planets? Oh yeah, and, and two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so one, I, I loved the story in one. I loved, I loved how it unraveled itself. To, you know, I, I had played Kotor before that, and so I, I. That's why I wanted to play Mass Effect because I loved Kotor so much. Same guys. I want to play this game, and. It took Kotor as far as a moment-to-moment level, conversation-wise, to the next level, um, and I, I loved that how deep it was. It's the mo- obviously the first one's the most RPG of any of them, and it, it, it deals with a lot more deeper systems than any other games deal with. Mm-hmm. They started streamlining that stuff a lot uh, as it went through. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I think we're very good. Sometimes we're ill. I, I think in 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 times. Um, one I loved. Two I didn't think they were going to make it to because there was so it was a long time between one and two. Um, loved to love the characters in two so much, but for me, I loved the story in one more than I love the story in two. Um, and so three, I was really excited for. I started playing it, and then right when I because I bought it day one, the reviews had come out, and there was like all of this kind of shit talk about it, and especially the ending, and it kind of deflated me into playing. I was enjoying it, but I my my heart wasn't in it. 
Um, so I'm, I, it was nice to come back to it now after all that stuff is... I had forgotten that the ending was a thing until I started getting towards the ending. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, right, there was like a whole thing when this game came out that people hated the ending. Uh, I did not hate the story ending of the game, r- really at all. I, I, I enjoy heady, weird, high sci-fi conceits, like the one that goes on at the end of uh, Mass Effect 3. Uh, but I'll tell you, I have similar gripes with Mass Effect 3 that I have with The Last of Us in the fact that I like the combat in Mass Effect. I always liked it. I thought that the the powers were interesting. I love the biotic powers. I loved... You know, I, there's no power I love more in the video game ever than Liara's singularity power, which you throw out and people just get sucked up in the air. And just and, floating there. And yeah, like just like a shooting gallery. Practice, yeah. Love it. And I love combining the powers. I love like, she floats them up and I slam them down with my power. Love all that stuff. But... To me, just like in The Last of Us, the most interesting thing to me about Mass Effect is the conversations you have with people. Like that's where I spend most of my time. Oh, I never. I wanted to ask you this: What class was your shepherd? He was a different class. I was a vanguard in two, which is like the worst class in the world to be, because that's one that you. The main power is you can get up close to people, and it was it sucked using that power in Mass Effect Two because the 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 systems just it wasn't optimized for that. So I went back to think. I don't even remember what I picked for the Mass Effect 3, because you can change it, uh, Mass Effect 3. Oh, because we, I know that you're going to get to the combat part at the yeah. end. And I was thinking, like, I, I completely when we were having the discussion over text at, like, mm. 1 in the morning, Yeah, I wasn't even thinking of what class that you played. Like, yeah. maybe that's why it was, like, it was giving you such a hard time, because I always, I always just play soldier. So yeah. I always have, like, all the big guns. I feel like I was soldier. Okay. I feel like I think it changed to soldier. But he changed to it, because we had a long text message conversation about this when I was beating it. So... Um, I love the conversation stuff. I can, spend mo- I can walk around that ship seeing how everybody's doing for hours and hours and hours and <laughs> hours and I don't even care. Like, I just love talking to everybody. Uh-huh. Um, and what I love about the game too, before I get into the stuff I don't like, I want to talk about the stuff I did love about it. I had forgotten how much I cared about those characters, you know? Yep. Like, I remember, and that, it gave me flashbacks because when I beat the Shadow Broker DLC for Mass Effect 2, there was that moment where you can reunite with Liara if you romanced her in the first game, or you can just be like, you know, we're done, or you know, or whatever. Get out of here. Because she's not in the second game as a, as a main character in, in, until the DLC. You meet her a couple times, but other than that, she's not part of the game. Um, and she was my boo in the, in the first game. So, <laughs> <laughs> And we had this moment at the end of, of Shadow Broker where I reunited with her, and we had like this really tender moment. And I remember thinking back then, I was like, there's no other video game where I feel like this with another character. Like, I genuinely love this character. Um, and I was reminded of that time and time again in Mass Effect 3, because there's a lot of great moments in Mass Effect 3 where you can talk to Liara and you have these moments with her and you can reunite with her. And there's a moment near the end where, you know, she's in danger and you, you, know, you can choose to send her away from you. And I, I, I really wanted to. I was like, I, I don't want her to be in trouble. I want her to be okay, you know? And you don't get that. A lot, you know, and but I felt emotional about separating from her in the game, which that's great. And I told Justin this too: you get to pick your party, right? I would always pick this character Liara and this character Garrus because they're both in the first game, and I felt like these are you know them; these are my peeps. <laughs> like they've been through me since the beginning, yeah, you know. Like funny? so, they're coming on all these missions, right, right. and the side missions sometimes I'd send out other people with me, but the, all the main missions they were they were my crew, um, and so I loved that about it, and. I love the idea of what we were doing, the building of the Crucible, what does it mean, all this stuff. I loved how it was building. Um, and, and in that way, the story, to me, felt more focused, like the reason why I loved the story of Mass Effect 1 so much. 
because uh, I like the simple the simple answer. You know, I love in stories like that because the stories are so crazy, so big, so broad that when you make when you make the actual plot broad, I, it, it doesn't feel as satisfying to me. Mm-hmm. So that I was loving that stuff, and then you you go you go back to Earth, the whole crux of the game, and you're fighting on these streets. And for the most part, look, it was fine. I, I didn't have any problem with it. You get to this one section right before the very end of the game. Where you're in like this open area. I was, wa- I was just waiting for you to get to this section. And After like, our Last of Us talk, I was like, oh god, he's going to hate <laughs> that part. And there's like four roads coming in. And the game just sends at you like every difficult enemy that it's got in its book. You know? And and it sends at you in from every direction. You know, from everywhere going on. There's no place to hide. There's no... There's no... Because Mass Effect... The thing about the combat that always made it good to me was... You always had an anchor point. You could hunker down somewhere, and nobody was really going to get behind you. Like you, you had a way to, to filter them through a tunnel. And the, the enemy types they send at you in this thing that can like warp behind you. It just I was I made, must have played it fifteen times. Oh no! Furious, like just like because look, I've, he was furious. I've already <laughs> I've already dedicated thirty two hours of my life right. to this game. I don't need you to inflate the length of the game with a hard ending, you know, with yeah. a hard with a hard combat encounter, because um, it conflates to me and it disrespects my time as a gamer, right? I've put in the time. I- I'm serious about this game, all right. Yeah. I put in thirty plus hours. I'm here. You could see my save. I played every single game. It's like ninety hours of my life in Mass Effect. Why? Oh, why? And it's not just Mass Effect. A ton of games do this. Last mm-hmm. of Us does it too. That last. If I hadn't played it on easy, that last effing encounter when you're in the Firefly <laughs> base, forget about it. I never would have finished the game. I never would have finished the game. In the hospital? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. At the I, end of Mass Effect 3. Uh-huh. Uh, I, just, it's, it was, it, I didn't have any problems in in The Last of Us part, though. I just ran through windows and... <laughs> There's ways that there's ways that you could get around it, but if you take on if you do the combat, it, oh it, no it, no, yeah. no I didn't shoot a yeah, person. Yeah, because Last of Us gives well, you yeah, a fair exactly. amount of options for stealth. Yes, exactly, right? this doesn't give you an option. You have to fight all. You have yeah. to kill all these guys. Okay. Um, I was so I was so frustrated. I texted him. I was like, I'm, I'm going to stop playing the game. That's what I told him. He's like, I'm going to YouTube the ending. I'm going to YouTube <laughs> the ending of the game. Oh <laughs> man, that um, sucked. And uh, I finally and the, it was it was frustrating for other reasons than just like the normal gameplay stuff. It reloaded me after I died one time, and you have to like hit a button, and that starts. It basically starts the shit happening to you. I hit the button, and one of my one of my characters, one of my party characters, got glitched, like stuck on a car. Oh no! Wouldn't shoot, <laughs> wouldn't move, wouldn't do anything, and every time I died, it would reload the same glitch. Oh, oh no! Wow. I didn't know that. Really yeah. Sucks. So I, I I was w- with one party okay, member. Well, that explains why you were having such a rough time. Di- I already died seven airy times before the party member got glitched. Okay. Uh, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> um, and then one time I got th- I got through it. I finally got through it, and then they sent another wave at you. <laughs> and, and all you have, Judge, like all you have to do is hit the button on the missile launcher. I was like, there's fifty guys running around. <laughs> I was like, get to the missile launcher. I just ducked and rolled until I got there. <laughs> and I died. I, the first time I was, I was, in, I was about to touch the button, <laughs> and I died. And it sent me all the way back to the beginning of the first encounter. So at this point, your wife is saying to you, "Why are you screaming? Is there something wrong?" <laughs> <laughs> it's one o'clock in the morning. I'm not screaming. I'm screaming to myself. <laughs> <laughs> doing that silent scream. <laughs> yeah, doing the silent scream. I, 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 my brain was fried, and but I finally did it. And <laughs> the funny thing is. You hit the button when there's like a million guys around you. The moment you hit the button, they're just like, okay, let's do this. And there's nobody there. <laughs> all of a sudden, you're all alone just because right. you hit the missile launcher button. Video game. Uh, yes. no. But 
but when when video games focus on story and characters so much, those things that excuse doesn't apply to me anymore. Because mm-hmm. if you're gonna if you're gonna ask me to invest in organic character growth and in, in a world, don't do that. Like, oh come on though, when you're playing like a bunch of stuff, like all right, you're playing Shadow of Mordor, okay, and your big dude comes up beside, like you know, you're in the middle of. 25 guys and all of a sudden now we're going to stop and have a conversation with this one guy when somebody could just hack you in the back like they're going to stop for a, like a second for a story moment right and you're going to well, get we, back to whatever I, you're we doing we talked about that in the game of the stuff i had problems that was the one thing i had a problem with in that game is because i was playing with that different skin so it would without explanation turn me into the male character for the story scene mm. and then there was the interesting point where i was rescuing myself from the fort <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that was the thing about I, that encounter in mass effect was that you could sit there and battle them and kill them all or you just had to – if you were at it for a while, it was like, okay, it's ready to go. Hit the button, and yeah. then you can go hit the button, and then it's like now we're moving forward. Well, yeah, but you had to you had to clear that first wave before it would give you the option to hit that button. Um, so that frustrated me so much, and and I was so sour on it, right? So, so the game starts going again into like Mass Effect stuff, and I was already like – I was like, okay, game. Like, just do what you're going to do because I'm fucking done with you. Like, that's what, I, that's what I felt like, right? So we're moving towards it. And there's just, there's a cool scene. Like, when you're walking towards that portal, I think it's very cool. And everybody yeah. kind of gets knocked away. Um, and you end up in this last sort of... Um, Don't spoil it for Jackie. She needs no, to play this. No, I'm not going to talk about the ending, but uh, details of the ending. But what I love about it, what I love about it is that that ending is the way I want Mass Effect to end, which is like, it's just a series of conversations yeah. that you have to choose with. It did really bother me, and this other thing that bothered me. There's a convers. The next to last thing you have to do, the whole game is based on like, do you want to do like the, do you want to do the nice thing or the sort of dick thing? It's not good and evil because you, at the end you're doing the good thing regardless of what happens. But there's a conversation with with uh, a couple of characters at the end, and you basically have to do the dick thing, or you're gonna die. I don't remember it. I don't remember. I don't remember it being that way. I think this is where – remember we had talked earlier and there was a way like somebody in your party died. And I'm mm-hmm. like, they didn't die for me, but it, you didn't have the option to save them. Right. I feel like the way that you played through the whole game, it gives you an option. Like if you had done – like, um, well, you, you said you had done straight power more. But like I don't know. I don't remember – like I, I cannot for the life of me remember having to do the dick thing. So I mean like you have to – there's a character at the end, and like it's giving it gives you like the flash prompt. That's like you hit the right trigger for like the bad thing, and I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna do that. Like I'm just gonna wait. And then it gives it to me again, and I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. And then the other character shot me in the head, and I was dead. <laughs> oh, fantastic! And then I had to replay okay. this entire conversation. So it's a more just a hit X to continue. And it couldn't skip than... the conversation, and it was like a five to ten minute conversation. I was like, this is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you could skip the combos. I couldn't. I couldn't skip it. No, because because was, was, the prompt was in it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. not gonna let you skip. Yeah. So and then I just thought, I guess, I guess I gotta do this, and that felt wrong to me just because like I I deserve a choice, right? I deserve. Uh, this game is all about those choices. Exactly. I deserve the, game the choice. Is based on that mechanic, yeah. they need to be faithful to that yeah. to the very end. And that bothered me. Um, and maybe it's a personal experience, but like it, it was my experience, and it bothered me. Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. And the other thing too is like I'm not gonna again get details about the very very end, but you have to make a choice at the end. Mm-hmm. And they lay out parameters for what's gonna happen when you do either one of the choices. And I felt like I chose the choice which I felt was like the least harmful to other people. And then some of the stuff that was supposed to happen in the other choice happened in my choice. Like, and I had no control over it. I was like, no, but if I knew this was gonna happen, I would have done this. <laughs> and that bothered me. You know, th- those little things bother me. Overall, I did really like it, but um, it definitely ranks. 
third for me in, in those games. All right. <laughs> so it's one, two, three. Um, I, I, look, I think two is a better game. I really loved two for all the, the character and the character stuff. It, the characters are so effing good in that game. Mm. Um, but I, um, the story in one is my favorite. I think two is the best game, and three is still really good. Three is still a great game. It's just below those other two for me. And again, I haven't played Mass Effect one since what two thousand and seven or whatever the hell it came out. Yeah. It's so I mean, I, I'm 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 looking at it through different eyes than I'm looking at this game. But no. I gotta play them. You didn't play them either. Best best. Didn't play the first one. I played half of the second one. Mm-hmm. Didn't play the third one. Best mm-hmm. news ever is that Best Buy has a listing for Mass Effect uh-huh. in twenty fourteen or twenty excuse me twenty fifteen. Uh-huh. And there is no way that's Mass Effect four. Oh, that's a remastered. It, nice. It's a remastered edition. They yeah, just haven't see, announced it see, yet. See that I'll do. I will buy that and play that immediately. Like I was super super big on the both the Knights of the Old Republic. Like oh yeah. those I played. He's not played those. Ever loving hell. <laughs> Never out played of. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the choice. The choice at the end of Knights of the Old Republic. The first, first one? one? Oh, my God. That, that is the most amazing oh. story to me. Yeah, yeah. That story's Ma- fantastic. Uh, well, I, I, I don't doubt it because it's Bioware, but Mass Effect story is. That, it's yeah. why yeah. I love it so much. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. The story is amazing. I love the story. I have no complaints about any of the story in, in those games at all. Yeah. Speaking but, of story. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Can I say oh, Here we go. One? You should probably start. Like, I've been I talking a, for like forever. I have, <laughs> well, I have a fantastic... We're not going to talk about this a lot because we did talk about it uh, a couple weeks ago when I finished it, but Bobby texted me and said... Walking Dead makes Last of Us look like Care Bears. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Yeah. Oh, it really does. Yeah. I yeah. texted him back and said, yeah, it was the shooting the kids in the face thing, right? Yeah. That. <laughs> See, now that Steve's not here, we can talk about it. Right? Yeah. Right. So we're going to spoil season one of The Walking Dead. If yeah. you haven't listened to me for the last year telling you to go play it, still go play it. It's on sale right now. Yeah. Yep. The whole Telltale collection is on sale. 44 bucks. Yeah. And also, the, oh, it's on sale again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. On oh. PSN, it's 40. Oh, that's awesome. 44 bucks. Fantastic. You got screwed out both totally the Xbox on One and the PS4 yeah, deal. Exactly, screwed up both of them. Yeah. <laughs> so the Last of Us, uh, excuse me, the Walking Dead season one. Mm. I've been so excited for everyone to play it, and I've got two of you playing it yeah. within a week of each other. And Fantastic. Us, and both of us texted you and were like, "I don't want to play this game. It sucks." <laughs> I told you just to yeah. get. The, so what was the defining moment? The defining moment where the game shocks you is when. Oh, when uh, what's her name gets shot in the head? I can't remember her name right now. <gasps> Carly. Carly. Oh, that that one was definitely Oof. like what the fuck? Yeah, like, I did not expect. I that was at like all. grooming her. She was like yeah. my right hand man. Yeah, and then all of a sudden she's dead. I was like, what? That was yeah. that was the most shocking thing yeah. that ever happened to me in a video. Did game. you leave her on the side of the road? Oh, yeah. The other one? yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. I said, get the frick out of my box. Now, yeah, yeah. If I could have kicked her in the face. You played season two. Does she ever turn up again? I'm not going to spoil. Don't spoil. Because I, you know, at the end of the season one, I was like, oh, that's funny because. Me leaving on the side of the road doesn't actually seem to have had any effect on the game uh, whatsoever. You didn't play 400 Days. I told oh, you I not to. Yet. Yeah, it, 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 it's it's nothing special. Mm-hmm. It, it's not like a, a a thing. But they they kind of there's a kind of Easter egg thing in right. four in 400 oh, Days. Okay. Yeah, I haven't played. I'm gonna play 400 Days. It's like two hours long. Yeah, it's very yet. short. Yeah, yeah, and then like five minutes after your right hand man gets shot in the face, you then shoot a kid. Yes, there's so a that lot was of fun as well. You shoot multiple kids in the face. Oh in this yeah. Game. Well, you can yeah. choose to. I guess you don't have to. Yeah, there's a lot of kid shooting in yeah. this game. Yeah. To be fair. So this is, and this is, I loved it. It's maybe one of my favorite things I've ever played. And I, l- I learned something very true about myself in the, playing these three games, which is The Walking Dead took out the complaint that I had about, about both Mass Effect and Last of Us, <laughs> which is all it is is just a story. Story. You know, there yeah. are moments, there are a couple of combat moments, and and the interface for the combat is, is not the greatest thing in the world. No, they work on, in season yeah. two, they work on yeah. it, and there is more to do. 
combat wise. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not not much. Yeah. But it they refine it. Yeah. I mean, there's very little to do, and, and they, they're Mithika very. Mithika has a kick in the face. Yeah. Mithika has a kick in the face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's very they're very generous, especially with the shooting in that game, where it's just like yes. just kind of get close to them and hit pull the trigger, and you'll shoot their heads. Like you yeah. know, there's yeah. no there's Absolutely. no fine aiming because I was trying to like fine aim when I first got the first encounter because. Video games. Video yeah. games. Yeah. Yeah. You put me in a first-person perspective with a gun up in my face. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to try to get headshots. Yeah, you shoot in the general vicinity of them yeah. that takes them out. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. But I had played the first episode when it had first come out, like, years ago, and then just had, for some reason, never played the rest of them. And I played them all through probably in a couple, couple days, couple days, couple days, days, and three, three days, and then I played through all of them. And it was two episodes, except the last episode I played on its own um, the, the, the other night. But... Whew, I mean, yeah, it is emotionally taxing for one thing. <laughs> yeah, it's gruesome as well. Like yeah. the whole scene where you know, again, if we're completely spoiling it, mm. but the whole choice of would you like to chop your own arm off? Yeah, well, yes, yeah, so I would. And not so, only do you have to chop your own arm off, but you have to repeatedly press the button. Oh yeah, sore again, sore again. Yeah, yeah. And it's just horrible. Yeah. Now the thing is, I immediately made that choice to cut my arm, uh, my own arm off because right. in the comics. That works. Absolutely. It works in the TV show, too. I saw her show. <laughs> Does like, not work in the video game, which surprised yeah. me. I'm like, right. this might work. Like, yeah, that's why I, think, I thought I think it I got was it in yeah, time. It's yeah. like a foregone conclusion, then that's what you do because that's what works. Yeah. Right? But it's been a little bit of time, right? Like, it's been in the comics. I don't They do it immediately. They do it immediately, right? Show, they immediately do yeah, it. Yeah, so it's not immediate. It's been, it was been a little while. It was a little while. So yeah. I felt like there was a, like, I'm like, it's a coin flip here if yeah. it's going to work or not. Yeah. And it, we mm. find out yeah. it doesn't work. Yeah. What I loved about it, though, was um, in in Mass Effect, right? You, you're Shepard, but you, you're you're giving life to Shepard, right? You Shepard doesn't really exist before you. You choose everything about Shepard. You choose his path. Yeah. You choose, so you get to just go. And you, when you're making those choices, I feel like, well, for me, when I'm making those choices in Mass Effect... I'm thinking, what would I do in this situation? That that's what I always do in Mass Effect. You know. Right. Right. Um, but Lee is already a person. But Lee's a person. Yeah. And they do such a good job of kind of giving you just enough from other people yeah. talking to him or talking about him. That cop right at the beginning does so much to kind of fill in yeah. who Lee is a little bit. Um, that I, that's I like that they also leave it a little fuzzy. Yeah, it was a little fuzzy. You know? But I had this idea in my brain like who Lee was. Yeah. And so I wasn't role playing as what would Bobby do. I was role playing like, okay, what would Lee do in this situation? Right. And that was guiding my choices. And I made certain choices. Like during the game, I was like, I'm always going to be honest with Clementine. Yeah. Even if it sucks, I'm going to be honest with her. Right. Um, because I feel like that's what Lee would do. What'd you um, do with the car? I didn't take the stuff. Jackie? <laughs> yeah, I totally stole the stuff. Of yeah. course. <laughs> I took the stuff as well. <laughs> yeah. but, 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 I, I'd have done that if I was just a Walmart. I don't thing. really know how that affects uh, the ending because I feel like it's, the ending's kind of the same. The ending, the ending is almost identical. Yeah. There, there are small little changes mm-hmm. here and there, but it, you end up in the same place. Yeah. Was, the most harrowing scene for me, funnily enough, was when uh, you find the kid in the attic. Oh that yeah, was oh, really God. and yeah. realizing that he hadn't actually died from zombies, but he'd starved to death, and now he was a zombie yeah. because his family had been killed, and he was hiding in the attic for God knows how long. Yeah, really that bad. Was horrible. Yeah. yeah, and you know, I know people complained a little bit when the the finale happened to, uh, when it first came out because of that reason why I think because things were so similar at the yeah. end. But to me, that story isn't a isn't really about the plot at all. It's about the characters, yeah. and 
you feel a certain way by doing certain actions, right? So when you get to the ending, regardless if it's the same, like generally, I have a different opinion about what's happening and a different feeling of my place in the world and how good of a person I am in that world by the choices I've made throughout yeah. throughout it, right? Yeah. So when I decided to cut my arm off, and I told you this when we were talking about it, but I didn't think like it, I had I had no no thought in my brain that it was going to save me. But in my mind, Lee would do anything he possibly could to buy even two more seconds to save Clementine. Like that—that—that's that, what I thought. So I was like, "You, you cut the—you cut your arm off. No matter how much right. it's going to hurt." Right. And then once it's going, you can't tell him to stop because that would be gruesome. Exactly, <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah. So I, I loved all that part about it, and what I loved so much was that the end, right, where you're—you're you're almost a zombie, right? Right. Um, I was terrified, terrified. That I was going to turn to a zombie and something's going to happen to Clementine. Like, right. I was like, I just want to get her safe. That's all I was thinking about. I would have lost my shit. Yeah, just <laughs> oh, get, yeah. get mm-hmm. her safe. That's all I was... So every decision right. I made was to, was to restrain me, for her to take me out, whatever it was going to be. Right. Uh-huh. Just get me away from her so that she, I'm not a danger to her. I'm not. I, I'm taken out of the danger position mm. when it comes to her. Because even, like, near turning, like, yeah. he's still trying to get her safe. Yeah. You yeah. know, he's like, you know, get the chair, do mm. this, you know. I would have probably at some point, though, wrapped that arm in duct tape and used it as a weapon. <laughs> they did not give you that option, right? They didn't give you that option, though. Yeah. No. yeah. Uh, I, but I absolutely adored it. Like, I think that the character decisions were amazing. Um, I, I loved... And it, I, it, I love the little character differences. Like, in, in my playthrough... Kenny and I were not cool. We had a lot of problems. We started out real cool. Right. We started out real cool. But then when he wanted to kill Lily's dad, when he was just like just had a heart attack, I was like, and then he dropped that freaking salt yeah. lick on his head. Yeah. I was like, you, we're done. That's funny because I was, was my boy. Yeah, and I was the same. I tried to keep Kenny close, but a lot of the time I was doing it because I felt like he was volatile. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of agreeing with him when I didn't really agree with him just because I felt like it was going to be more dangerous to outright like a disagree with him so yeah. you're a wuss what you're <laughs> absolutely saying. yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know redneck hit coming after me yeah, yeah. um but I, th- I thought that was great and there are little things i guess that changed the outcome of some of the stuff like i saved um ben when he was hanging off the yeah I the bell him. tower yeah but so i guess but i don't know how it plays out if you don't save him so i mean he doesn't fall when you're jumping across those roofs so that does, does that mean right. kenny doesn't go down and try to save him and then die down that alley? Oh, that's true, yeah, because that does make a difference. Yeah. I did Google some of it to see what other differences right. people had had. Yeah. I'm very excited for you guys to play season two. Yeah. And I have no interest in going back and playing it again because I feel like that's my story. No, I've never right. gone back and replayed them. You know, that's my story. That's what I did. Yeah. I don't want to see what the other end is because I don't want I don't want to see behind the curtain, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, will, I will say this about season two. Your choices make a big difference in the end. Oh, really? There's like five different endings cool. in season oh, two. Oh, that's cool. good. But I, my, my plan kind of for these games now is I'm going to maybe play one one a month because I have the whole pack. So I'll play Walking Dead Season 2 because I just want to get to it and get it done. Then I'll play Wolf Among Us and then I'll start on the other ones that um, that are coming out now. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, great. I mean, it's been great. It's been a great three games. I don't think you could possibly, and you may have talked about this, like, I don't think you'll ever have a month where you play better games <laughs> in your entire life. Like, that is... Or be more depressed and yeah. a general well, sense that, of despair. That's four of the, in my opinion, the best games that have ever been made. It's hard to ever say, like, I played four of the greatest games ever in one month. Mm-hmm. You're lucky if you play four of the greatest games ever in one year. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a hell of a month. Yeah, that's true. So I talked for 40 minutes about my games. Yeah. <laughs> I, did the, right. I did the complete polar opposite of you. What do you mean? And I played one game. I've played one game this week. Oh, yeah. That's it. 
I'm obsessed. Well, tell me about your new obsession. <sighs> Dragon Age. I told you so you were going weird. to get eventually obsessed yeah. with this Dragon Age. This is the weirdest thing about it is I got it when it came out and I was excited and I played it and I was like, yeah. Do you know, know. why? You had, you had a destiny, destiny bug. Yeah, that's probably and part of it. That's a big yeah. reason. So, but you know, probably for that reason, I was like, I didn't really invest in it quickly. So I was like, never mind. Went back to playing Destiny. Then a couple of months later, I was like, let me try this again. Went back in. Still, not really anything. I was about fourteen hours in by that point. I was still like, eh, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's just not that good. And then for some reason, last week, I was like, all right, I'm gonna try it again. Now I'm seventy hours in in a week and I literally on last Friday I think it was I turned it on at nine in the morning and I went to bed at one and apart from breaking to eat and pee that's all I did so like I got really obsessed with it um I just kind of came to this conclusion where I was like I'm not gonna try and understand what I'm doing I'm just gonna run around for a bit so I did that and that's what I did with Skyrim at first I spent I remember distinctly spending like five hours the first time I played Skyrim not actually doing what I'm supposed to be doing, but just running through the mountains, looking at stuff. We had a discussion at the beginning of the game. She was like, I can't, I don't understand. I don't have any, I was like, did you fight the first dragon yet? She's like, no. I was like, go fight the first dragon. You get a power. Yeah. I avoided like all the story things. Oh, and- that happened to me too in Skyrim. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. go up those stairs. Yeah, go fight the oh, first dragon. Oh my God. Get yeah, the power. I did not go up the mountains. I, I, I almost think that was a bit, that, like, that's a weird mistake that they made with Skyrim was that they, <laughs> People like me, I, I did the same thing. I was like, oh, look, there's something in the... Uh, now I'm four hours exactly. up in the Because uh, I didn't realize yeah. that you get the shout that yes. yeah, 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 yeah. the dragon's yes. down. Yeah. So oh, I was shooting dragons out of the well, air the yeah. whole time. Absolutely. That took me like 40 hours to yeah. get the dragon wren shout. Yeah. It's like, I remember right, you complaining to me about it. <laughs> yeah, And I was like, what are you yeah. doing? Just go do yeah. it. So I kind of started doing the same in Dragon Age. Yeah. I was just running around. I'm doing various side quests. And now I'm like, I'm progressing through the story. Um the story is actually pretty good. Like, I'm kind of enjoying it. Yeah. The only thing I would say is I'd read about this being a downside, and it's very much true. If you haven't played one and two, you're going to be pretty lost with the lore. There's a lot of it. It's very, you know, the story is fairly wrapped up in it. Um, early on in the game, you have to make a game changing decision, which kind of is pretty much based on how you feel about two different factions based on the lore of the previous games. Well, that, I mean, that's the thing is they hate each other. That's, right. that's pretty much all you need right. to know. But I, they, Bobby, they hate Bobby each bought other. me Dragon Age 1 and 2 mm-hmm. for my birthday, like yeah. maybe two or three years yeah. ago. And I really, uh-huh. I didn't get on with them that well. I didn't really put much time in. So this point, you know, you may be a few hours in the game and you have to choose between the mages and, and you, these are going to be the people that are going to back you for the rest of this 80 plus hour game. Mm. And you kind of have to make that decision pretty quick. So like that's, I don't, I mean, it's a good thing, but it's a downside if you haven't got any background in the lore of the game. Mm. I don't ever listen to the story anyway, which was just like A or B, I'll pick B. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm kind of trying to stick with it. Um, I did get to ride the iron ball. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) The most bizarre part of the storyline is trying to figure out who you want to romance. I was like accidental lesbian for like a good 10 hours. Mm -hmm didn't really realize where that was going until i was like oh no i didn't mean to do that so it's it was just it was only accidental <laughs> it was only college it's fine yeah. they lay this phase. stuff out for you pretty like yeah, if you could but- talk to them you could probably have sex with them mm-hmm. yeah but if exactly. she's just hitting buttons i was i was pretty much just i'm gonna be friendly to everybody so like, every, time friendly it's a heart, over yeah. over every time it's a heart i'm just like yep i'll say that i'll say that and then at one point i'm like Slow dancing with a woman on the balcony. I'm like, oh. This is the best thing you've ever told me. (laughs) It's her first Bioware game. She doesn't know. Okay. She doesn't know. That's understandable. So, yeah. So, that was kind of funny going through all Mm -hmm. that. Um, But I'm 
really enjoying it. Like to me, it's like the new Skyrim. I'm just running around like killing stuff, yeah. and then just like I'm gonna go do this mission or collect this thing or like they've got this astrarium or something they're called. Oh, those are beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. They show you like a constellation in the sky, and it's like a little mini puzzle. You have to make the drawing, like the diagram, connect the stars without ever going like, over the same line twice. I can spend hours just running around finding all those and solving them, and I just oh, I'm. It's horrible. Like I really do feel like this is the new Skyrim. It's not, I'm not gonna let you it, let it become 600 hours. <laughs> but there's no you, you can't play 600 hours at Dragon Age or uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. It, ha- it has a cap, unlike Skyrim has a cap. Mm. Yeah, and like, you're gonna be I, yeah. how overpowered are you? I yeah, I don't tend to tackle the story missions till I'm at the highest end of the tier for the recommended yeah. levels because mm. then I can just get through it. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah when, when I do the same thing in RPGs. Wanna, yeah, when I, I do story missions, struggle. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, a whole conversation okay. I had. I took her forty minutes, but I don't like dying <laughs> in video games. Exactly. Well, Skyrim was hysterical because by the time I finished playing Skyrim, I could like one hit a dragon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <It was> dead. <laughs> yeah, it's just I was so ridiculously mm. overpowered. But oh, and getting to judge people. That is oh, yeah. for me personally. Yeah, I get to sit on the throne, and they bring the last person that I defeated before me, and I get to be like, "You go to exile. You get executed." They brought me like a whole box of bits of this person because I'd already killed them when I was supposed to judge them. So they brought me like their corpse, so I could judge Fantastic. that. Nice. One of the options is, huh, community service, which <laughs> I thought was hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> the only issue I have had with the game is uh, when you're going through the story parts of it. Uh, you're kind of locked in on the path and you only have a certain number of potions and I think Rob had mentioned this before there's really no healing spell there's no healing mechanism all of your healing all of your health regen and everything is based on potions so as you're going through the story mission you are unable to go back to your base and replenish Mm -hmm. so you have the number of potions you have and as you go through I came to one particular mission where the baddies like close the gate on me and there's the boss. And at the point I crossed this threshold, I didn't realize I was crossing the threshold and I've got half health on one potion. And now I'm supposed to do a boss battle, mm-hmm. you know? So I got stuck on that. I had to crank the level right down to casual so that I could just get through the boss battle because uh-huh. I was just, I was being destroyed with her first hit. And yeah. then I've got one potion for all four of my characters. Yeah. So I'd say that's the only like downside I've had is you can find supply caches, but they're hidden and it's still, you know, it's still kind of a, a, a floor I found. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It feels like an interesting mix to me because it feels like they want, they have one aspect of it. that's kind of like mission based game and they kind of like flirt with open world, but they, I feel like they close it off. Oh no, when, it when is. They want Trust to. me. No, the open yeah. world thing is, it, it, the open world thing is genuinely massive. And right, you yeah. You have that option of you can go around and just do stupid missions just like Skyrim. Right. But yeah, definitely once you go to that war room and you set, right, I'm going to go do this mission. It's the next part of the story is this is how I'm going to progress the actual main story forward. Yeah. You're looking at anywhere between like an hour and three hours of, you know, just full on right. story mm-hmm. mission. You can't get out of that area. You can't, you know, yeah. you can pause it and come back to it. But pretty much this is what you're going to be doing for the right. next big part of the story. Yeah. But I mean, I'm, I'm loving yeah. it right now. I, I couldn't get into the combat. Like I play, I played it for a couple of hours and right. I really wanted to love it because I love the Mass Effect games and I, I love their sense of story and character. Yeah. But I, I just felt like the combat, I was just like, X, 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 oh, X, there's X, a lot. X. Of, I mean, it's I'm just funny. saying, just when I was playing it, I'm that's how gonna, I felt. I'm not going to sell you a house. Yeah. 
but it's kind of got some stuff in common with Jesus. I'm really good at selling houses. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Do you want me to take over? <laughs> but I would say with the combat, it really does, absolutely, you can just, you know, I'll spam R2, R2 and mm. like my power move every now and then. Yeah. But there's also like a hundred different moves that you can, mm. you can, you know, put on your battle map and there's a, a lot of combination, a lot of stuff you can do with the combat. It's definitely not the most sophisticated of mm. combat systems. It's still like just map a button, you know, map a yeah. move to a button and mash yeah. them. But there's definitely a lot of variety. And the other great thing about it is that because you're playing as four characters, but you can switch between, you know, sometimes I'll just, I'll go in as Varric and I'll mm. play as Varric, you know, and you get to learn kind of some of his mechanics. Mm-hmm. You can play the whole game through without ever having to learn how to play as a mage or how to play the ranged right. combat. But you do have the option without having to rebuild a character and replay the game. You can play ranged combat. And you That's can cool. do mm-hmm. the, the magic stuff, and you cool. know you See, have the option. Yeah. I had a lot of fun, like because you can go into the menus and say, like, okay, this computer character, you watch this person's back, and right. you know if if they're attacking this type of enemy, then then you help. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're going to cover this person. You know, just all those yeah, little nuances. Yeah. That's what I had a lot of mm-hmm. fun with. But it's definitely the same kind of conversation we had with Justin about transistor. Is that it's all there available for you. It's whether you want to yeah. take advantage of all of that stuff. Or not. I mean, I, when I, in the first couple hours, I feel like they didn't really show me any of that. Oh, definitely. Oh, they definitely okay, yeah. that's what I thought. Because yeah. like, no. I got to the point where I was like, I, I did like three or four missions and I, I, yeah. I was just bored. I was no, like, like I said, I yeah. literally, it was around 20 to 25 hours. I finally started to like the game. Yeah, which you know is kind of ludicrous. Right. Like really, stick. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah, stick yeah. with it. For I sat there for a hours. whole day, yeah. and all of a sudden, I liked it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but it definitely takes a long time to get into. I'm very excited to play this game in August. <laughs> August is <laughs> about as dead as a month as you can get, yes. and it is a 90 hour game. Yeah, around there, oh, it terrifies it, me. But and also, so and I need, you know I need isn't. to, I need to play. All right. It's a it's way more than that. It's more honestly, th- honestly, I would say it's more than that because if you are very, very good at it and you're probably going from point A to point B constantly, you probably can clock in at that. But if you want to get leveled up enough to do these missions and not get stuck, you know, because you're going to have certain story modes where you need to be a level 16 to really stand a chance in there. Unless you're doing the side missions, you're not going to get to that. Yeah, yeah. I, I need a month where there's nothing yeah. else coming out. Like yeah. the end of July to the beginning of September is like that is like I've already scheduled it, and wrote it on the calendar. <laughs> I'm playing and going to play Dragon Age because cool. right now that's the, like that and The Witcher, are the, the two big games I know coming out that are going to suck like 60 plus hours. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to play. Sweet. Uh, like you, I only played one game this week, and that game was Evolve. <laughs> Actually, I, I take that back. I did play a little bit more of Dying Light. Um, you were getting frustrated with that game, right? Yes, I was. I love it. <laughs> Still am. Uh, the, like I mentioned last week, they have some broken systems with co-op for some people. I just happen to be one of those people. And they came out with a patch, and I'm trying to platinum that game. And uh, I mentioned last week, there's a trophy where you have to turn in five quests. Uh with three other people in the room. And so I looked and I'm like, oh, the easiest way to do this is complete the five quests, invite three people, to, three people to play with you, and turn them in. Can't take any more than 10 minutes. So I couldn't play with more than one person, and it depended on the person uh, for more than 10 minutes before it kicked me out of the application. And uh, they came out with a patch. And okay, great. Downloaded the patch. I'm like, all right, we're gonna, we're gonna try this. People are saying that it's working, not working for everybody, but working for most people. And so we got three people in the room. I turned in four of the quests, and then it kicked me out. Oh, my God. 
So oh, I would be so upset that I would actually not play that game. Yeah, but now he's turned in those four quests, so he has to do another. It, no, I mean, at this point, right? I, I've also learned that the other four trophies that are glitched, you'd have to restart the game. Like not new game plus, just restart the game. And I don't, yeah. I just don't. I like the game a lot. I don't love it that much. And I really want to move on to to new things. Do you care about trophies? Trophies don't matter. Okay, see, <laughs> Dying Light. If you we don't, if you this, do oh not God, care about yeah. trophies, I think that and. and you're playing the game single player. Dying Light is fantastic. Yeah. We have this debate all the time. I mean, the co-op thing is, is, is a big is, deal. It's a big yeah. deal. It's absolutely are, a big deal. There are people who bought that game to play co-op. Yeah, yeah, totally. And they can't do it. Yeah, yeah no, that's and, a huge deal. And the difference between this co-op and say a co-op like Far Cry, Far Cry, you could just do side missions and mm. stuff. You could play straight the game straight through co-op with three other people if you wanted to mm-hmm. in Dying Light. And that's fantastic. The game is really, really good. Uh, it's just this co-op thing is busted right now. Yeah. And they, they need to keep working on it. That's so awesome. I'm just gonna I'm gonna beat the game by the end of the week and, and just trade it yeah. in. I'm really yeah. enjoying it. Um, we, I know some listeners have picked it up due to us talking about it. They're enjoying it as well. Can I borrow it before you trade it in? No, oh, it's a long so game. Main, right? I'm not. I, I, <laughs> well, there's other, there's another game coming out this week that I really want to try. We'll get into that in a bit. Uh, but I played I don't know like 15 hours of Evolve since last week, oh, and nice. I was a billion percent right about that game. <laughs> <laughs> he feels the need to get that in. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, he means the game that should have been like a twenty dollars downloadable game because uh-huh. it's one mode. Please, <laughs> please. This is the guy who can't beat the end of Mass Effect Three. <laughs> <I> mean, hello. <laughs> so anyway, I'm not saying I'd be good at Evolve. I'm just saying that. Well, that's. I mean, we, we we've had this discussion a bunch of times. Yeah. Like there are single player games, there are mixed games. Now there's this new breed of multiplayer only games. And I hate it. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love it's it. definitely it and, definitely and is we a talk, big debate we talk about this Bobby like you said I'm, I'm you, being antagonistic right now but it is a big debate because like Justin yeah. has a whole crew of people he plays with yeah. so this it's for him not, is perfect it, it, it's not for it. like I've yeah. mentioned this every time I've talked about Evolve it's not for yeah. everybody mm-hmm. although I have had friends come to me friends who are playing on Xbox One if there anybody is playing Evolve on Xbox One please let us know because we have people we'd like to link you up with and I have this friend Chuck Chuck's a friend of the show and he's like, I was totally wrong about this game. I was so, so turned off on the beta. I'm glad I gave it another shot. And so we've been tweeting back and forth. And then, so today he's like, I just got to the third monster, super over, uh, overpowered. And I'm like, what's your favorite hunter? He's like, I haven't tried a hunter yet. I just play monster. <laughs> and he goes online and just wrecks house with the monster. Right, right. Uh, so for the last week, um, I mentioned uh, last week a, a couple of friends pick, picked up uh, picked up the game and we've been playing. And I've barely played any online whatsoever. I've done it like maybe five six seven matches online but we have five people and so i did not know this before i bought the game but i, I figured there would be a custom mode where you could play right. custom matches against it your friends it was definitely a concern that we had a, talking was, about yeah, it it was a yeah. big concern of mine because they didn't like just come right out and say it right we wanted to make sure that you could play four people and the monster but i figured like okay you're gonna have to go online to progress your character and then bring them back to a custom match which nice is you don't have to do that. You can that's just good. gain experience and gain unlock yeah, everything right there in that custom mode. I mean, I would hope nice. so, considering the way the game is supposed to be laid out. It's supposed, it's you know, it's more about the fact that it's easy to exploit because obviously, yeah, you but not really because the game is all about it, it's all about team based and it's it, it's all about these kind of breakdowns of you know teamwork within the team playing against one person. You know, I mean, you, of course you can exploit it, yeah, but uh, unlike a game like Call of Duty, right, where Call of Duty is all mostly all about you know you versus another player um this is a team aspect to it so i feel like if they didn't allow you to play with your friends and and gain experience experience, it would it would have been a severe flaw in their design because they pushed so hard before the game came out that if you're playing with a bunch of people that you know 
this game is going to be awesome, you right, know. And so, right. and it is, <laughs> yeah. But I'm, but I'm saying, like, if they hadn't allowed you to progress, that would it would have been, been frustrating. Yeah. And, but I was just like, at first, I was just happy that they had the mode in there mm-hmm. to begin with. Right. And then it was like, oh, I'm, we're gaining experience. We're never going to do anything else right. but this. And so that's been great. I mean, the we started out just flip flopping, like, okay, who's playing what class? And so we've come down to this mode where it's just like, we just do round robin, and there's even a choice for round robin where we just cycle through and i always figured like okay when we're playing we're gonna we're, we're trying at least be competitive about it like the mom whoever the monster is we'll just jump off chat and we're immediately decided <laughs> it's just better to have them on chat so that way like everybody's got the same thing like the 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 hunter can hear what the monster's doing the monster can hear what the hunters are doing and now we're just laughing and screaming at each other for <laughs> most of the match so i've unlocked all the monsters and i've unlocked all the hunters and now it's just at the point of progressing and leveling them up and getting to the highest right. rank, which I think is like 40. I'm on level 23 right now. now how long do you think this game's going to last? It's going to last a while. Play it like this? Oh, yeah. Like, this is going to last a good, a good there's amount. There's enough, like, variety. I think there's, there's enough, enough variety because, like, let's say there's not five of us. There's four of us. Now, we could choose to go online and play a ran- and just play against a random monster. Or what we've been doing is we've been doing their, their, co- their campaign experience, as I use quotation marks, which just pits you against... You know, a, a CPU monster, right. and then you're doing the five game modes. And now, if the monster wins rounds one, he comes back. Like, the monster will have an advantage in round two, and so on and so forth. Until you get to the end, and the end is my favorite part. It is a defend mode where the monster has these two smaller minions that are coming, beating down these generators, and you've got to beat them back. And it's very, it's very close quarters. Um, you are constantly in the middle of it. Like, Jackie, you saw that you saw yeah. today what happens when you actually get the monster in a ring with you. It's like that the it's entire kind of, time. It is kind of funny because, you know, you're walking through the jungle and you're looking and you're looking and all of a sudden there's this massive thing throwing boulders at your face <laughs> <Yeah. and> it, <laughs> out so of nowhere. Imagine that in just like a smaller setting. And so we've been playing and uh, the, AI, the AI in the game is sadistic. <laughs> it is harder than any human I've played so far. I was saying to Justin earlier, that's kind of interesting because normally it's harder to beat uh, something being controlled by a person yeah. because AI tends to be predictable. Yeah. You know, you learn its patterns and you learn what it's going to do and then you use that so to beat far, it. So far, I've played, um, let's just take the first monster, Goliath. Um, we've beaten him. We've, we've gotten lucky and beaten him before he's got to stage two. Uh, most of the time he goes to stage three and we fight then. But there have been times the monster has – I've been chasing it, and the AI decided to turn around and engage us at stage two, which none of us were ready for. So it's not like it's super predictable. And even when you kind of know what it's doing, it's still not easy. So we've been playing with the five of us, um, and in the beginning, it was like the hunters were winning like every round. Mm. And then it got to a point where all of a sudden the monsters uh, – the monster was losing every uh the monster was winning every round so we were like flip-flopping and now we're in a point where we've settled into like kind of like a rhythm and it's very balanced and like they keep throwing out spreadsheets on like how the game's doing so far and it's like 51 49 with all the games played and i think the the hunters have the advantage so it's like it is super balanced like no matter who was the monster they always have a chance it's like all you got to do is get to stage two and then anything could happen and i love the random unpredictability of the game sometimes we can't find one of the guys like one of my friends can't we can't find eric eric is just gone we cannot find him until stage three and then one time we landed now the monster comes down first and he has about like a 10 second head start to get away from us so i guess one time one of my friends alan just got turned around and so we, we land we were like we're running and then all of a sudden alan like leaps off a rock onto a big monster in front of us and was just like ah oh, crap 
we locked him in the dome and the ma- the the round ended in like three and a half minutes. <laughs> That's hilarious. Our longest match is just shy of forty minutes. See, I have no problem with anything, but for them to call that a campaign, like oh, what yeah. you ex- well, that's like that's a Titanfall thing. Yeah. Titanfall did the exact same thing. Yeah. I I think that it was a mode that they had in there, and they were struggling, and they were like, "Well, let's let's just call it a campaign," because they didn't announce anything campaign yeah, related it's, it's, until it's. I mean, they not don't even three don't weeks even, before it came out. I don't even think they in the in game they used the word campaign. It's just called evacuation. Yeah, but they announced. It as a campaign yeah. mode, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that, it's a very loose term, being generous. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I, I can't speak to the game because I haven't played it, so I, I, I don't, and I think that you're having a great time with it, so um, it's obviously worth the the money to you, and this is kind of bleeding into what we're going to talk about later a little bit, but it's weird to me as a, um, as a, from the, the business side of it, right? Because you look at, and I have the same problem with Titanfall in some ways. I bought Titanfall because when I bought my Xbox, I was like, this is the only thing I can buy right yeah. now, so I bought it. Um, but like, you look at something like Call of Duty, right? Advanced Warfare, um, and you have they give you you get the multiplayer suite, which is just as robust as Titanfall, if not more robust than Titanfall. But you also get a campaign, you know, and you also get this co-op mode thing that, that, that they they have in all the games, like yeah. the spec up type thing. And, and so looking at that, when you look at that compared to Titanfall, you're like, well, Titanfall is a really bad deal, you know, f- f- to, to buy. And my problem necessarily isn't that. I wouldn't buy something that's primarily multiplayer, like Evolve is primarily multiplayer, but I would like something, you know, for me to have something, even if it was like five hours long, you know, like a campaign that was like, you can play through, and if it was like structured around these encounters, but it had some sort of progression to it that I could play offline by myself, you know, I would, I would be into it, you know, because that way at least it would get me, it'd be like a gateway into the game for me where I go, like, okay, I like these systems. I, I can learn them a little bit. And then if I really like them, I can dive in a little bit more. Um, and so and so that's the big the thing with Evolve for me that, that, that turns me off to it a little bit. Because even if I could play multiplayer all the time in my house, I wouldn't want to play multiplayer all the time in my house. You know what I mean? Yeah, then, I mean, yeah. we're gonna just, I, let's just jump into it now because it's like it's sitting here on the table. We'll, we'll get back to what Rob's playing right after this. But like for me... And I mentioned before, we have these three different types, and the, the multiplayer-only uh, game is is the newest thing. So, like, your Titanfalls and your Evolves. Yeah. For me, like, let's take the order. There is a big to-do right now about the order, about what's going on with the length of the, the length game. length of the game, yeah. And there's been a playthrough on YouTube where it's, like, it clocks in at five hours. And what people aren't realizing is that that playthrough was the guy had already had the Platinum, and he was speedrunning the game on easy. Not exploring, not dying, just running through the game he was able to complete in five hours. His first playthrough is between like eight and 12 hours. Put it on hard, it probably gets up to 15. So like that's this thing is like you have like – let's take Call of Duty because Call of Duty takes the best of both worlds. You get a campaign. Mm-hmm. Most people don't play it. Mm-hmm. People like me that, that do play it. The majority of that game is made for the multiplayer. Yeah. We have something like The Order, which is also a $60 product. That is between eight and 12 hours for everyone who's going to play it. Now we have Evolve, which is a multiplayer-only game. Uh, for the most part, mm-hmm. you can have that silly evacuation mode, and that's right. also sixty dollars. So we're, if we're also talking about order, there's no multiplayer and no new game plus or anything like that, right? It is just so, yeah. 
uh, it is just a single player experience. Mm-hmm. Well, I, don't if I don't know if there's new game plus. There probably that's, is a new game plus. That was on I one of the articles think, I, I read. I don't think there's new there's game not? plus. Yeah, oh, wow. One of the articles said there was no new game plus. I said, wow, like I ever play new game plus. Wow. Oh, I have. Really changes. I never Make it harder. Forget it. So now, Jackie, you brought yeah. up you brought up before with The Last of Us. Right. Like, you didn't feel that buying a 15-hour game yeah. was worth the $60. Right, so this is, this is my take on this. I was thinking about this earlier because me and Bobby have had this debate slash argument many mm-hmm. times in the past. My thing with it is I really do feel like $60 for a game, I, I want to get a lot out of it. I want a lot of hours. I want a lot of gameplay. I want a lot of variety. I want to have sessions where I'm not playing the story, where I'm just playing the mechanics of the game. Now, I think it's a personal choice. That's just the kind of games that I like and the kind of games I'm into. Um, I personally am not as hung up on stories as you guys are because for me, like, if I want to have a good story, I prefer other mediums. I'll watch a movie. I'll read a book, comics. You know, so for me, games is not really about the story. So The Last of Us, I felt, yeah, like you know it took me 15 hours and now i'm done with it because i know the story so what's the point in replaying it 60 bucks is a lot skyrim 60 bucks 600 hours plus <laughs> you know so but it's a personal thing some people like the story and you guys you know get really invested in the stories and that's completely valid but i also feel like that is why there needs to be information out there before the release about how long the game is because you should have the choice do i want to spend 60 dollars on a game where i'm pretty much going to be done with it in 15 hours oh i there's just speaking to the order when the reviews hit tomorrow there's absolutely going to yeah. be but information that's I mean. I in don't there think, like, people the shouldn't the you know people mm-hmm. shouldn't be knocking the fact it's out there like you should have that information as a consumer well i mean it's but it's it's not i mean it's like illegal that they did it <laughs> so <laughs> no, I know. but what i'm saying what i'm saying is like i think it's something that the developers should oh, make yes. known yeah, no, I I agree really, yeah i do feel like as a consumer yeah. 60 dollars is a lot of money and you should know if what you're getting for that money yeah you know because mm-hmm. if you go to the movies it's going to be the same price, whatever. But it's the choice between like a 90-minute movie or a, you know, 60-hour movie. Obviously, yeah. there's a big difference. Yeah. And that's, you know, so kind of games is one of those things where I really just feel like you need to know beforehand. See, with me, if, if I'm going to get eight to ten hours out of a game, if I have a absolutely amazing time playing that game... I don't mind spending six. Yeah, so, is, is, eight, not is eight to ten your sweet? Like, what's your sweet spot? Oh, I like honestly, it does. Like eight hours is definitely a sweet spot. But if if I get more out of it, like I play RPGs, I get sixty to one hundred mm. hours out of a game. Then that's even better. That's value proposition to me. But you know, if I'm going to a movie, I'm spending fifteen dollars for two hours. Mm-hmm. So you know, like eight dollars an hour. Let's say mm-hmm. I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm fine. For me, yeah. I mean. Uh, my sweet spot for a game is like 15 hours. Like if I can play a Call of Duty game on veteran and get to like the 14, 15 hour, like I feel like I got my money. I feel like I got my money's worth. So like the, if the if the stories are true about the order and you could speed run it in five hours or you could play it on hard for 15 hours, like I do not mind for me personally that is like right in my sweet spot. Like if a game is, a game has to be exceptional for me to play over 30 hours of it. It I has to be me, like it's crazy. Also, I like binge play. You know, I'll go like a few days where I won't even turn the PlayStation on because I've just got other stuff going on. But like I mentioned earlier, when I do play, I'll play Dragon Age for 16 hours in one mm. clip. So in that case, like $60 is, you know, if I buy games 15 hours, the chances are I'm going to have it done in three days. Mm-hmm. And that and to me is not a good, mm. that's not a good spend of my money. And you got to also realize that a chunk of people are going to turn these games in. Oh, so let's say $20 off of your next game. 
you know, then you really right. only, you know. Things like GameStop now are, prom- are promoting, like, buy the order, turn it in within two weeks, get back $30 for uh. it, which they're going to sell for 55 Well, but yeah, you're but getting then, then you're getting that you're getting that cash back if you want to do that. I mean, Bobby, what's the sweet spot for you? Um, I'm, I'm sort of the same. I'm actually more like, I guess, Rob. Like, I, if I can beat a game, like a story game, a story-focused game in, like, three or four, two hour play sessions two or three hour play sessions i'm really happy with that if i if i enjoy the game at all for me with every with every medium no matter what it is i mean things we don't have these conversations about movies you know because a movie is an hour and a half to three and a half hours long and we're, we're gonna pay the same amount for it regardless it's not like you go to the store and you're like this movie is only an hour and a half long can you make <laughs> yeah. it please make it ten dollars instead of 15 that never right. happens right? right but in games we have these discussions so but for me when the game ends, if I feel satisfied, if I feel like I had an experience that I I, I really enjoyed that I'm going to take with me and be able to talk about and and share with people, then I'm fine with it, you know? Mm-hmm. To me, The Last of Us, that's like a great length for a game, you know? There are outliers, absolutely. I played Skyrim for 100 hours. You know, that's different, though. That's special. That's special. It's very special. I, I, I don't ever play any game for that long. I don't that's like my norm. Ever in my <laughs> life do I play a game for that long. I was telling him, he's the same thing that he said, like, 30 hours, like, you really need to be good. If I want to put 30 hours into you, you got to be great. Like, Mass Effect, I'll put 30 hours into. But anything else, so it's a personal, like I, I drop said, out Dragon of Dragon Age, I put that. 25 hours in before I even knew if I liked it or yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a personal choice. I'll tell you something. I wasn't going to buy the order. Now they say it's like five to eight hours. I'm absolutely going to buy it and play it. Because <laughs> you know you're going to be done with it. Yeah. Because I, I know. And also, I know I can sit down and Karen, my wife, and I can, she can sit there and we can play through it together. Yep. And we'll play through a couple. It's like watching like four movies, you know, and we'll play through it and we'll have a great time. And then I'll be done, you know, and then I can move on from it. I, honestly, a, a short game right now sounds like the best thing in the oh, world. Absolutely. I am, I am so happy it's yeah. not even funny. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> another, like, the reason that another way of looking at this conversation was Bobby we were talking about this started with Evolve mm-hmm. and you were like well it should be like a $40 product yeah. and we were in jest but yeah. a lot of people 20. Are, 20. I said 20, 20. whatever <laughs> a lot of, a, I wouldn't pay $40 for Evolve <laughs> <laughs> but that's this thing is right like we're looking at it and then there are so many people right now saying this on the internet and I guess it's for me it's a, it's like a it's a small gripe that I have with the community right now is like nothing is ever good enough so we have this multiplayer-only game where people can pour in hundreds of hours if they choose to, and that's not worth $60. We have this short, could be short 8- to 15-hour experience, that's, that single-player that people will probably love, but that's not worth $60 either. It, like, it, it kind of gets to this point where it's like it bothers me when everyone – and I can't control this obviously, but when everyone's just like, I'm going to just wait because it's not worth that without ever giving the game a second look. Right, but you have to think about – like Jackie said, it's a very personal thing, uh, right? Absolutely. Because yeah. like, um, like for me – the the value proposition of evolve is a problem only because when you look at other games, it feels like it's missing something. You know, uh, as far as if you look at the feature set, because you can read a review and they can say this is great, great multiplayer. But when you go to the store, you still have to put down your money. And if yeah. you're looking at the feature set, you're looking at evolve, or you're looking like evolve is this multiplayer game you can pour hundreds of hours into at sixty dollars, right? Or you can play the order and be done with it. In- Right, eight to fifteen these, hours, these are, these and are, it's also sixty dollars. Right, but yeah. So it's it's but it's a weird thing to have to choose from, right? It's like it's yeah. all personal. But you look at the other things out there in the world. You look at something like Dota, right? You can put hundreds and hundreds of hours in a Dota and not pay a dime. True, right? you know. So, and I'm not saying like that's better or worse. I'm just saying when you look at the landscape out there, it's a it's very competitive. You're saying we're, we're multiplayer only, but our multiplayer you can put a lot of time into. 
well, you can put a lot of time into this multiplayer. Yeah, see, that's what I'm you saying. Know, it's and just, it's, it's, it's free. That, yeah, and it's just wanting that information to be out there available to people mm. before you buy the game. Because, again, $60 to to you might be different. To, yeah, I'm of course. Tight, well, yeah, of course. I am tighter than a duck's ass. $60 <laughs> is a lot of money. Yeah. So I want to know what I'm paying for. So that's my only thing is I really, I think there is a place for all of these says in the, the marketplace. Woman, says the woman who got two Xboxes in a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> didn't pay for it money, yeah. did I? <laughs> <It's true. laughs> so, you know, there's, there is room for all of this the same way there is room for short stories and novels mm, yeah. and there's, you know, short films and epics. Yeah. There's, there's room for all of it. You just want to make sure people know, especially because parents are buying these games as well, mm-hmm. like for kids. And I'm, I'm no. telling you right now, parents... They have no clue and they don't care. They're I know just... I know where you're going. <laughs> well, we're, we're going to go there yes. in one second. Uh-huh. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Uh, but I mean, I, I think this is a new thing. Like this new idea of multiplayer only games. It, for me, it seems very new for consoles. For consoles, definitely. Yes. It, it's definitely new for consoles. Yeah. But I think it's here to stick. Like yeah. I, I like what Evolve is doing. Like I like they were like, we're going to take this concept and we're going to be different than anything else that, out there on the market right now. And there's something else that's coming with this. I mean, what's the Fable Legends is coming. Yeah. It's a very similar concept. I don't think that's a $60 product, though. I'm pretty sure it is. Is it? Yeah. Oh, really? It's a full game. That's not going to do very well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the thing. But here's, and this is, as someone who's recently kind of jumped into the PC side of things, this stuff is like a joke. When you look at, when you go to Steam and you look at the thing where things are priced on Steam, like, Evolve is $60 on Steam because it's out on consoles. But if Evolve was a PC only game, it would be. $20 $20 because you can't compete in that market with a $60 product that just does this, right? Yeah. And and that's not to degrade the fun that you're having with the game, obviously, because you played it a bunch, so you have a more personal experience with it, and you know it's worth it, right? Um, but just looking at value propositions across the board, to me, multiplayer only, and this is my bias, right, is that an a, a 8 to 10 hour story you're going to you're going to get that story and it's it's crafted and it's made and it's put together and it's shaped by people who have an artistic vision and you're only going to get it that one time you can only experience that one time so to me that is worth more money to me than a set of rules laid down for you to play in you know it's not to degrade the set of rules that are laid in to play in but for me the, the the craftsmanship that goes into a story is worth more to me than the technical balancing that it takes to make a great multiplayer game. For mm-hmm. me, like I, I think personally, they have the same value proposition. Like mm-hmm. I have no problem playing for a, paying for a multiplayer only game. I have no problem playing for a six to eight hour story. Like right. to me, they they hold the same they, they hold the same interest for me, but on like different levels. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, like, get I that. love I love playing single player stuff. I love playing multiplayer stuff. For yeah. not, I realize that I'm not like everybody. Mm-hmm. But that's certainly true. That's very true. <laughs> oh, yes. There's yeah. nobody like. There's nobody quite like <laughs> me. Well, I mean, we jumped around. We, uh, you know, I'll probably report more in on Evolve as, as time goes on. Um, but Rob, we're coming back to you now. <laughs> You've had a very interesting uh, week of playing. Yeah. Uh, again, one game. That's what I was playing, um, and I wanted to go back to Grand Theft Auto Five. Because I used to be super, super addicted to the online stuff. Um, so now that it's gotten bigger, the lobbies now hold 30 people, so you can truly get lost in the crowd. Um, I was playing a bit of a voyeur, you could say. You know, I, I like to just throw my headphones on mute and just sit back and play the game and listen to people act like idiots. Because <laughs> if you thought Call of Duty was where all the vile people were, then 
you're wrong because Grand Theft Auto Online is like the new pit of hell for <laughs> for cancerous people. That the bad? worst. Oh my god! The worst part though is it's 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 all well not all kids. I would say it's probably seventy percent kids that are probably fourteen or under. <laughs> Oh who God. are the most racist, homophobic, like disrespectful people and like they do it without flinching. Like it's it's just the most natural thing coming mm-hmm. out of their mouths. So That's I decided, to, oh yeah. So I, I kind of trolled it a bit because you would sit there and hear a player talking, whether it was, you know, an older person or whatever. Uh, I would figure out what their name was on the list. And I made a character who was dressed in leopard short shorts, um, <laughs> no shirt, but a leopard vest. Uh, I had a cat mask on. It was It's the best looking character uh-huh. I've ever seen. Um, and then I had pink flip flops and I bought a pink Ferrari and I made all my guns pink. So, so your usual outfit. Uh, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> you're wearing right now. Well, it's, it's packed for packs. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> That's special. You're going to cosplay as your character from uh-huh. GTA 5. Um, oh, my God. So, yeah. So, you wouldn't know. It, be the, it wouldn't be the craziest things I've, I've ever seen at PAX. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, yeah. You, you would find where th- these groups of people are, and I would just start <laughs> just ki- killing them. In. Oh, my God. Yeah. I would just start killing them. <laughs> and obviously, that sets them off. And I don't know. I just, I, it amazes me how these kids are acting. And in most cases, it was in front of their parents. Like, you could hear parents talking in the background. Oh, my God. And, oh, I, got, I have to. I wish I could record this stuff just, just to replay it. But it's disgusting. I have no interest in ever hearing a opponent's voice in a chat room, uh, ever. That's my, the best my, thing uh, about Destiny, was that you didn't, you didn't even have to mute them. Uh-huh, so that's the thing. Hear them. <laughs> if, if I'm lost in the, in the mm-hmm. system... You yeah. know, if there are that many people, yeah. thirty, mm-hmm. you know, with Battlefield the same way, then I'm then I'm fine. Yeah. When it's when it's five or six mm-hmm. people, then I'm turn. You know, my mm-hmm. mic is off, right. my headphones yeah. are off. I don't care. I don't want to. You know, because yeah. then you almost get singled out. Yeah, right. yeah. But if He's, I'm lost yeah. in the crowd, then I like to just sit back and and, oh and listen to things. You said about my mum voice earlier. That's what would happen. I'd be like telling them all off. Uh, what did you say? Oh, tell Je- your mother. Put your mother on the line. <laughs> we sh- actually should do that that would be hilarious that would be really funny <laughs> but anyway so Grand Theft Auto Online um, I'm having so much fun it's not even funny um, the amount of things that they've added not heists yet uh, you can get totally lost and I mean there are people that are like well above level 200 so just keeps going on and on and on um, I'm gonna jump in with you I, a couple of friends of mine just picked it up and we're like, this is a great game. I was like, I told you it was a great game when it was on PS3. Uh huh. Like, do you ever wonder where Justin gets the time to play? <laughs> yes, I I know. It's called insomnia. <laughs> yeah, right. That's true. And that's actually a true story. Uh huh. I'm the same way. I'm. I don't sleep. I rarely sleep. I'm wondering how Justin and Rob are going to play GTA Online together since they're both sharing my one copy of it right now. No, oh, no, go. I'm, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> I would, I'll probably buy it too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just decide probably I'm probably going to take yours. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you could just totally get lost in the sheer amount of missions, uh, just cars to collect, uh, money to make. So you could just buy just tons of stuff to fill up your apartments and garages and 
It's crazy. It's awesome. But the, the thing is, like, if we get five, six people together, then you can go into a closed a closed room so no one else will show up on your map. Perfect. And then, you know, you could have the chaos of the whole city and then jump into your own single, you know, your own little group matches and stuff. I might actually play it then. It's like the only mm-hmm. thing I care less about than GTA is GTA Online. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, this is yet another one of those things where I've never wanted to play it. I've never thought about playing it. Never even crossed my mind until Justin said, just go buy it and play it. I'm like, okay. You have to. <laughs> so it's one of those things that I think it. you should try. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've definitely tried. I just can't get into it. I neither can I. I mean, GTA Five was the first GTA I ever beat or ever uh-huh. got past the first hour. I was always. I'm, I, everyone that comes out, I'm like, this is the one. Yeah, this is the one. <laughs> That's why. And then I play do. it for like five hours, and I'm like, this is not the one. <laughs> Did you try five? Oh yeah, yeah, I played it for a little while, and it, it, you know, it wasn't one. And it's never a thing where I put it down. I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't take this. It's, it's much like. When I'm reading comics and that day it comes up where Rob is like, oh, do you want this comic? And I'm like, no, not anymore. Like, that, that's what happens with me. Yeah. I'm just like, right. I, I go you just I, lose I go to reach for it. I'm like, no, not anymore. Oh, I've had that. You know, and, th- and that's what happens with GTA all the time. I, 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 had to, I had that moment again with GTA 5 and I was like, no. Like, I'm de- I'm, I am going <laughs> to beat determined. this game. He was determined. He told us before he even started that he was determined to finish this mm-hmm. one. And, like, I, I'm excited to try GTA Online because I, getting a... You know, uh, one of my friends texted me. He's like, this game's really good. We just jumped out of a uh, military helicopter into an Air Force base. Mm-hmm. We stole the, a fighter jet, and we were crashing into people that were driving around in cars. Stories to me are fantastic. That sounds awesome. Yes. Well, that, that's, that's yeah. why I like it. Like, yeah. before I came here, uh, I had a bounty on my head, and there were... Your cat head? Th- yes. <laughs> yes. There were three people trying to kill me for an hour and I was driving around and going through sewers and jumping off bridges any way possible to avoid these people. One of them finally got into a helicopter and was coming after me. I jumped out with my rocket launcher, took him out, and that pissed them <laughs> off even more. And, you know, another half hour of, of just trying to avoid them. And finally, they, they wound up killing me. Um, but, you know, that hour, it was like, yeah. you know, your hands get sweaty because... It's like one big cop chase and you're just, right. you know, trying to survive. Awesome. That That's fun. I feel like I like hearing the stories in GTA and don't like playing it the same way that you like hearing the stories when we talk about Dark Souls, but you, <laughs> but you won't play it. I'm going to play yeah. Bloodborne. I know you are. We should probably stream that. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. It's going to make me real angry. <laughs> one day I'm going to put fast. you in a freaking room and we're going to play Dark Souls. Oh, Dark Souls made me angry as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. You just watched me play it. I oh I got the first one. I didn't. I watched oh, really? you play the second one. Oh yeah, I got true. The first one. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it just made me angry. Um, the, yeah. it was the fifteenth time we're getting taken out with a rolling fucking yeah. barrel. It's so, so funny ooh. because we're just having this text conversation. He's like, "I love how you have to like figure out what's going on. It's trial and error. You have to you and you have to you know, just get better every time." I'm like. Why the hell don't you play Dark Souls? <laughs> there's a gun in my hand in the games I like figuring that stuff out with. When there's a sword and shield in my hand and I have to be like so precise, I will just throw the whole TV out the window. So in terms of games that are coming up, though, so Order, definitely. Bloodborne. Uh, well, I just picked up Monster Hunter, so that's on the list, and that's one that's definitely a long one. Hardline. Yep, Hardline. When is Hardline again? March, middle of March. See, if like GTA, Hardline, and Evolve... Mm-hmm. There's no other, as far as I know, there's no multiplayer games really coming out. There's no I, way in hell I'm playing Battlefield Hardline. <laughs> oh, so good. 
Nope. So good. You all, you were watching the stream. Uh, yeah, because you asked me to watch it. I did ask you to watch it. I wanted to have somebody watching me. <laughs> and then I just trolled you the whole time. You did. I stopped paying attention. It's really difficult to troll somebody on the, on, on, the, on the PS4 stream, though, because you have to like, type it with your uh-huh. thing. So I started going on my phone in the Twitch room and just doing it because I was like, it's so much easier. Well, still, there's such a, a delay from oh, when yeah, you yeah, type yeah, it to when yeah. they see it. It's like, okay, that joke's not funny anymore. Sometimes it was funnier, though, because of the delay. Because <laughs> it's completely irrelevant they would at that pop point. up. Because yeah. I would say, like, you suck at a random time and then it would pop up like when after he died or something and then it was it was perfect <laughs> which i thought a lot my first time in that yeah, game yeah no my, it's the thing i just don't like mil, like not mil, it's not, i know it's not a military shooter it's a cops and robbers yeah. thing but like well, battlefield's a military shooter modern shooters like that kind of multiplayer doesn't really appeal to me too much yeah but i'm interested, I, I'm interested in the story actually because i love dead space and it's a dead space people doing it mm-hmm. take my copy and play this uh, play, yeah. play the story mode but like there's no real multiplayer stuff coming out so i plan on playing those three games mm. Until Battlefront comes out, I'm not gonna fall. be done with Dragon Age till probably like August. That's not oh, you got other stuff to play. <laughs> you just asked to play Dying Light. Yeah. All right, let's. You you're gonna play Bloodborne. Bloodborne. You have. Oh, I am not. You're gonna Bloodborne. play. Bloodborne. I'm gonna come to your house and watch you yeah, play yeah, Bloodborne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have Elder Scrolls Online in June. Oh yeah, it's true. Yeah, I finally that pre-order. Yeah, it came through, <laughs> and you you re you reacquired an Xbox One. So <laughs> that's true. Oh, but I swapped out the pre-order uh, for the PS4 one. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I can swap it back out. I'm going to play Elder Scrolls, I think. I think so, anyway. Mm-hmm. We'll see. So that's what we've been playing. Uh, we're running kind of long. Um, I, we said we were going to do the PAX question last week, and we and we didn't end up doing it, and I, I don't want to push it off again. So really quickly, uh, Jack, you had a question. Snowshoes? That's, yes, we're going really to need right? snowshoes. Mm-hmm. I mean, people have been reaching out and asking us. We had a specific question from... Um, Harry. Yes, HST, HSJ3. I don't yes. have it in front of me. Did yes. I get that right? Yeah. Yes. That's what correct. was the question, Jake? Uh, at Talking Games. Might be a better topic for a later show, but I need PAX East tips from Joe Oak. I am a first-timer and getting excited. Well, awesome that you're excited. Uh, we got our tickets in the mail yesterday. Our passes, excuse me. Um, so Rob and I have, are building up anticipation. So mm-hmm. I guess first-time tips. Um, if you're going all three days, which I'm going to make the assumption uh, that you are, uh, your first day Friday is usually your reconnaissance day uh there's always going to be one or two games that will have a four hour line uh so what i usually do and there's no way rob's doing this he already told me eric and i usually get there at 6 a.m we wait outside till 8 a.m for the doors to open there's a huge massive line by the time 8 a.m rolls around bobby shaking his head crazy (laughs) yeah oh yeah well the thing is like do you want to wait four hours to play evolve or do you want to be the first one online I'm not going to wait four hours to play anything. Okay, well, then why are you going to PAX? Exactly. This is the ridiculousness. This <laughs> yeah, yeah, Justin yeah. does this, and he, he's got it down to an art form, right? So this, the thing is, like, I go to PAX, and it's like, it is fun work. Like, we get up early. I hate getting up early. I hate it with a passion. I do not mind it to go for PAX. It's like an adventure. So we get there the second we can every morning at, like, 6 a.m. when there's, like, one, like maybe 15, 20 people online. You get online, and you have to wait until 8 a.m. for the doors to open. It's cold dress appropriately you are right next to the water and it's earlier this year than it usually is so it's going to be freezing so make sure that you're dressed nice and warm then what you have to do is it's supposed to be an orderly walk to the queue line it is not people will try and cut you (laughs) try and keep your patience do they literally try and cut you yes knives yeah it's like a big old brawl and the enforcers (laughs) can do absolutely nothing Nothing. because it's like a mad rush except they have like giant like you know like uh, um pyramid head like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> cleavers yeah so the thing is like uh and scythes for packs there's a lot of waiting so bring 
your bring bring something to entertain yourself. Uh-huh. Cards. Uh, tons of people are online playing dun- um, Dungeons and Dragons or, or their Game Boy, their Game Boy or Vita, a book, anything, because you're on the queue line at that point from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. It goes way quick. Like once you're in the middle of it, like there's people throwing. Uh, um, beach balls around. The reason that we get there so early is there's always one or two games that will have a four or five hour wait, and we want to play those games. And day one, we already have an idea of like, so last year it was Evolve. We booked it to Evolve and waited 10 minutes, and we had the biggest thing out of the way right away. And then the rest of the day is really just walking around and getting the lay of the land uh, and seeing what you want to play. Have you heard yet? What? Do you have a shortlist yet? They don't have the map out yet. They, they have the schedule up for all the, the panels. Uh, so I would definitely check and see if there's panels you're interested in. Rob and I will be going to see Giant Bomb at 9 o'clock on what Friday night. Friday? Friday? Yeah. Uh, and then just get the, like get a game plan of how you want your Saturday to go. You will see another game that has a massive line, and you say, tomorrow I'm going to come back, and instead of going to Evolve, I'm going to go play whatever it is. And then there's going to be smaller games. Uh, tips, hand sanitizer for sure. Yeah, yeah he's he's been to a couple of cons, oh, Comic yes. Con. So yeah, standard con rules standard apply. Con rules, yeah. Exactly, standard con rules. But really, try everything. Like if something looks like it's semi interesting, wait for it, play it. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of the lines are no longer than like you know forty minutes. Some stuff you could just walk right up and play. Walk right up and play something. You may end up liking it. I mean, that's where I first saw Secret Ponchos. Um, also, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. That's a game coming out um, uh, pretty soon that I, I'm looking forward to playing. Like, play everything. Uh, engage with people. Uh, if you're going to be taking pictures, there's tons of people in cosplay. Just ask first. Uh, everyone is always pretty cool with it. Uh, be prepared to spend out of your ass for food. So normal <laughs> yes. con rules apply. Bring food if you yep. can. But really, I mean, it's different than a Comic-Con because there is waiting involved. There's lots of it. So bring something to entertain yourself. I mean, you could only crowd watch people for so long. Uh, and generally, just have a good time. Rob, what about you? Uh, no, pretty much same thing. I mean, I pack food all the time. I pack peanut butter and jelly and cereal bars and bottles of water that you could refill because yeah. there's no way I'm spending stupid money on mm-hmm. crappy food. Yeah. There's a Starbucks that's actually in the uh, the hotel lobby of the uh, the hotel that's uh, connected to the convention mm-hmm. center. Oh, nice. Did not know that at first. Uh, it's not like they advertise it on the outside, so you will find a nice long line there. Uh, but I dress warm especially this year and then there is a coat check that you could do afterwards but like go do your first thing like you'll have it they'll be handing out maps and stuff letting you know like look take a look at the map and be like oh okay you know that like what what's going to be there like 2k is always there so 2k is going to have something there that's playable or that there's going to be like a video like last year they had tales from the borderland locked up so like you can go and watch the first video of gameplay of it and that was like a three hour long line there's always something so, like, first day, just get the lay of the lands, figure out what you want to do for the second day, and the third day, just walk around and have a good time, finish that, stuff up. Is that a three-hour wait to watch videos? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, but you don't know. Like, sometimes, sometime, like, for, like, the first time they ever showed gameplay, I think, of, um, what was it, L.A. Noir. Uh, it was like a locked up thing. Yeah, I was um, there that year. Watch Dogs was there, uh, like with the same type of thing. There's, I mean, there's so much playable. There is just nothing I wouldn't wait like two or three days for it to come to YouTube. Skyrim too. I would wait for YouTube. Sometimes that stuff doesn't show up on YouTube. Oh Sometimes God. it takes a month, a couple of months for it to show up. I'm not very good at queuing up. 
It's like a, like coming from a country that we're very good at it. I am remarkably not good at he, being patient. Yeah, I'm totally okay with like the 40 minute thing, the hour thing is, is the stretch, but like three or four hours. Well, that's the thing is like, like I don't care. That's <laughs> exactly. that's why we get there so early yeah. is that we don't wait three or four hours. Like the yeah. games that have those four hour waits, we wait for 10 minutes because right. we're there. We're like first people there. For me though, like those kind of experiences, it, it's not even about really playing those big games for me. Like I, I don't care about that. Like I, to play a game for 10, 20 minutes, whatever, it's cool. Don't get me wrong, but like I don't have the patience or the fortitude to get there. You're talking about, you're still waiting for four hours. You're just waiting at a different four hours and everybody else is waiting. Because you're waiting out in the freaking cold for four hours <laughs> hey, to walk it, in. It's it, you like, but I understand it, you're not wasting you're not wasting convention time waiting. You're wasting pre-convention time. Yeah, uh, waiting. So it's, it's different. A, in a way, I think of it as like tailgating because you're yeah, standing yeah, yeah, you're yeah. standing you're standing online. If you're tailgating, I'd be there. Yeah. Hey, I, can, I, you have, yeah, I, can you have I, beer I, and steaks? I guarantee you, there's people doing that. I mean, we, I, I remember last year I had this like really great conversation with these people that were cosplaying in front of me that that came from Seattle to go to PAX East, and I'm like, I want to come from here to go to you guys to go yeah. to PAX Prime. So we ended up talking to them for like two hours, just like standing around talking, like yeah. people are playing games, you just join in on the mm. games. Like it's generally a good time, and it's like perfect time for like. Play my Vita. Like, oh my God, my untouched Vita. Let me get back to you. My own family do not talk to me at six o'clock in the morning. It's just a really bad idea. I wouldn't be talking. I wouldn't wait four hours for a heart transplant, let alone freaking video game. You're coming with us next year. (laughs) Oh, yes, you are. Oh, no. I might might be getting a pass off StubHub incoming. Really? Yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. StubHub. Like a three day pass? I don't think so. I think I might come Friday. Um, and then spend the rest of the weekend with uh, my friend Brad, who lives up there. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for that. the at Talking Games report. Mostly Friday because I want to see the giant bomb panel. Uh-huh. That's the only reason I want to go. <laughs> the the sixty whatever dollars I have to pay for the one day pass at this point on SubHub will uh, be worth it to me just to see the giant bomb panel. Nice. Yeah. I hope you do it. See, I'm happy going to all the little indie booths, playing all yeah. those games, going to the arcade they set up, oh, yeah. playing that, I love going that. to oh, the that, board game area. That's another thing. It's just explore mm-hmm. i mean they have rooms where you could just give them your license and they're going to give you a video game and you go and you sit down and you play it yeah that stuff is cool i uh-huh. mean the bax is really awesome for that kind of stuff i mean i played the year i went i played swarm i believe was that game that came out um and another game like it and that was the highlight of the show was playing these random like little indie games that the indie they're playing the indie booth is my favorite thing now mm-hmm. is that they have just rows of these small little games and uh they're games that you'll see now that you won't maybe see for like a year and a half on consoles uh-huh. or even on PC, but they you will eventually see them. And so like you're getting like a head start of like, oh, I want to keep my eye out for this and this and this. Well, not even that. You're getting FaceTime with the developers. Yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. true. I mean, you especially know? with those small indie guys. Like sure. you just walk up and talk to the yeah. development team, yeah, which yeah. is really nice. That is cool. I uh, I played Battlebox Theater at that. Oh, and it wow. came out like three years later. I know, but those behemoth booths. Like, oh, they're so could, cool. If you could tell me like, oh, I could have a, a man cave or something, I would definitely put in one of those behemoth, uh, behemoth arcade machines. Uh-huh. And then just like I was talking with uh, Nintendo, I think on Twitter, just about arcades in general, like how we miss them. I, like I grew up in arcades. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom would go food shopping and I would just walk off and sit in the arcade for like an hour and a half. So when these big conventions get together and they, you know, they put these huge rooms of just arcade rows machines. and rows of arcade machines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm it's great. I will get lost in that. I, I don't think I've ever been so excited as I am right now for this year's show, and I have no idea why. But mm-hmm. I'm really pumped uh, 
for well, this year. Well, because the tickets came today. <laughs> the tickets came, but I've been feeling that way for a while. Like I know, I know that that game gigantic that I've been talking about is going to be there, mm-hmm. and so I'm really stoked to try it. Yes. So those are the tips for PAX East. We have one last thing before we get out of here, and it's going to be kind of quick. Yes, it's going to be very quick. So uh, we're constantly looking for ways to evolve the show and to some buzz marketing for Evolver. Evolve. <laughs> 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 you're the I, leviathan of this <laughs> exactly it's all very yeah. i am the kraken yeah. very so, subliminal yeah we're, we're we're looking for ways to engage the community more and uh we've been successful i mean we have we have a uh a growing but we have a very dedicated legion of people who who keep in contact with us and come and play games with us but we're looking to expand that and so we've been sitting here as a group and we've been thinking of ways to do that and we thought like we sit here every week and we tell you what we've been playing and we sit there and we make recommendations to you guys. Like, I think you should play this. I think you should play Evolve. Jackie thinks that you should play... Skyrim. <laughs> Shocking. Fantastic. <laughs> Game of the year, 2014. <laughs> but we're just everyday people. And we learn about games the same way that you guys do. So we want to know what you guys have been playing. And we want to know why. In like a very brief way on Twitter, we wanted you guys to reach out to us. So we put out the tweet this week. And uh, we wanted to know what you've been playing and we got some responses back and we're going to start doing this we're going to be reading them on the show uh so let's see what's the first one we got uh joe state who's at joe state adx playing bushido blade 2 and oh, says, wow. such n- uh, nostalgia for this game mm-hmm. my brother and i used to play this non-stop when we were younger i used to salivate over the little rice cakes that you would lay down they're poisonous but still <laughs> like i would always want sushi after i've, I've like, heard amazing. i mean i've heard of bushido blade but i've never played it that's cool yeah you used to salivate over poisonous rice cakes mm. okay because they look so pretty <laughs> uh nick who's at the nick jp uh says the new game i'm playing is guilty gear xrd which was just on sale last week I don't really play 2D fighters, but this one is very accessible for a beginner, and he is lying because that game I, I've heard is very hard, but I'm glad that he's, uh, he's having a good time with it. Uh, Andy Breeden, who's at, at Historic Me, says, Evolve, fun standalone, but better with friends. Batman 3 with his daughter. She only wants to play as Wonder, uh, Wonder Woman. Sweet. Patrick Hader, uh, working towards 100% on AC Unity. This one interested yep. me. I saw this tweet and I was like, Ooh. Oh, he's on all the time playing best, that. Yeah. Best game in the series despite a weaker story and some growing pains. Yeah, he told me we have to play co-op together because mm-hmm. I've told him, like uh, everyone, how hard a time I've had getting into that Patrick, game. Patrick, send, send us an email. We're going to read the email at the, uh, at the end of the show. It's uh, We'll also do it now. It's talkinggamespc at gmail.com. We want to know why you think that. Dive yes. into it a little bit more with yeah. us. Adam Walters, who's at AWALT08, says, Rogue Legacy, so much fun, great sense of progression, easy to play one more round. We, I would we know. Justin hates that I, game. I, I just had to say, we will, yeah, we will respect you a lot more once you've got that platinum, because we know it can be done. Yeah. It can be done. <laughs> I, have, I, 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 I have less respect for him if he gets the platinum. Uh, HSJ the third, Harry. Played a ton of Smash Brothers Wii U this weekend with my melee sparring buddy from high school. Two-player online is where oh, it's at. Oh, really? Hang on. Can I just stop you? So he's really enjoying it because of nostalgia, right? Yeah? Yeah? He never. Yeah. Okay, he, thank you. He just, he didn't You're absolutely wrong. <laughs> he didn't say anything about nostalgia. Yeah. High school He's friends. playing with a friend. High yeah. school friend, yeah. Yeah. It's just nostalgia. Wow. <laughs> That's absolutely Barton, not true. <laughs> who's at Lost With Purpose, says, Evolve and Redoing Destiny, Slow Gamer. Uh, and then we got an email uh, from uh, Luciano, who's at the Arctic Beast, 
And he says, I'm playing Dying Light right now and I can't get enough of it. It's a fantastic open world experience. The city of Haran is large and well flushed out. I enjoy the gameplay and parkour so much that the lack of fast travel is no big deal. The change from day to night really changes up the game and makes for some, uh, makes for some frantic and nerve-wracking moments. The extra XP at night is a great incentive to take part in some night runs, even if it's just to get from one safe house to another. The weapon system upgrades and skill tree really make for some fun and varied combat as well. The side missions are engaging and don't feel completely disattached from the main story. Thanks for pointing me towards this game, guys. Wouldn't have picked it up otherwise. So we want to hear more of this. Yes. We don't care if you're playing NES, Xbox One, or anything in between. If you're playing something and you want to share it, please share it with us. Uh, You know, all of us sit here and we see games that we've never never played before daily. Uh, If you're playing a PC game, point us in the direction of that. If you're playing something, uh, a small indie title on PS4 or any of the older systems. I love hearing the different opinions. Like for me, hearing Andy or Historic Me say that he likes playing Evolve makes me want to play it more than hearing Justin say he likes Evolve. Just well, then I'm just going to get him on the phone. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, NES, Xbox One. So what if I'm playing an Atari game? I can't, I can't talk to you? No, I can't talk about me. <laughs> about no, no, no. ColecoVision? <laughs> no, Dreamcast. definitely none of those. Um, Magnavox Odyssey? You're fine, Bobby. You can tell me if you're playing, <laughs> if you're playing Atari. But seriously, guys, I mean, we, we're going to be doing this bi-weekly, giving the, the community time to reset, probably move on to something else. But this is going to be a thing moving forward from us, uh, for us where we're going to be checking in with you guys to see what you guys are playing and possibly giving us some, uh, some suggestions as well. We are definitely – I mean, I have a backlog. I may as well just add to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's going to do it for us. Before we get out of here, let's do some housekeeping. We are talking games. You can find us at – Talking underscore games on Twitter. As Off I to a great start. Pause. Hey, just pause. Oh god, I hate preg- doing this. I hate this. It was a pregnant pause. <laughs> Where uh, you can find, you can email us anything you want at talkinggamespc at gmail.com. We are all under the Talking Comics banner. You can go find them at Talking Comics. A uh, bunch of other podcasts for you. We have uh, what is it? The underscore at the underscore misfits. I missed the at. Uh, which we have at Movies Talking, we have at Talking Valiant, um, a bunch of podcasts, all great that you guys should be subscribing, reviewing, listening to every second of the day. <laughs> My personal Twitter is at Joe Roke. Bobby? At Bobby Shortle. Jackie? At Jackie Turner. J-C-Q-U-I? Yes. <laughs> Rob? At Dusk1020. Are you sure it's not <laughs> oh, evil? Is uh, that working Maybe. Yet? maybe. Did you do is that, that yet? Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I thought Rob, I has, a, Rob has a goatee today for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I looked it up the other day and at Dusk1020 is still available. No, it isn't. <gasps> what? You did it? No, I didn't do anything. <laughs> Who's got it? Mm-hmm. The mystery continues. <laughs> well, guys, that's going to be it. Please join us next week for more Evolve Talk. Goodbye. Goodbye.